This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Episode number 126. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. Go Cavs. Uh, who would that be, Blake? Cavs. What sport? I, I don't know sport. M- NBA? It, it, apparently he's cheering for, you know, pre- just newly born cows. Oh! Yes. <laughs> don't, don't be veal. <laughs> don't be veal. That's right. That's what they should be chanting when they play Golden State these next two weeks. Don't be veal. Golden State or Golden Tea? I love that game. Uh, I think it's something to do with a violent tribe of people from Northern California. Ooh. Let me ask you this. If the Cavs, and I know you're a Cleveland fan. And... The Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes, for the NBA. For the non-NBA types, which technically I'm not. About 99% of our audience. But you just yeah. want Cleveland to win something. I only watch the last five minutes of NBA games and only when I'm forced to during the playoffs because that's the only time when it matters. I'll agree 100%. Um, if you, if the, well, but, first I, off, I am, but I am pulling for the Cleveland Cavaliers because it'd be nice to have a championship in Cleveland for the first time since like 19... 18? 48? Oh, that's Whatever, Chicago. 48, yeah. Let me ask you this. If they lost, uh-huh. would you be upset? Like, do you hate Golden State? Is Golden State really a big, like, you hate them, like, you want to destroy them, like... Who's the Cavs' biggest rivalry? No, because there's really nobody evil on Golden State. They're all normal people. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like except for maybe Draymond Green. He he comes across as kind of like their enforcer. Is that the guy that kicks people in the balls? Yes, he's the ball kicker. I'm I'm all against ball kickers, (laughs) and he's a ball kicker. I don't I don't like him. I I like Clay. Actually, everybody's like, oh my god, Stephon Curry. This past series against Oklahoma City, which really Oklahoma City choked. And Golden State turned it up, and I mean, how can you have a team down three to one? And out of the next three games, you only have to win one time. Well, the past two games, OKC really choked, and and really, Clay Thompson should be getting all the accolades. He's the one that kept them in the games um, for the past two, definitely. I mean, Stefan did his thing, but it was Clay Thompson that kicked ass. Who is the Cavs rivalry? Like, who is their favorite? Uh, like, you just can't stand the Well, Knicks. I guess it's going to be Golden State here <laughs> coming up real soon. You know, it's the second time they face them in the finals. And it's just and it's just Cleveland luck that you finally get it together. You know, LeBron's here. He's back. Yay. 
and they make the finals last year and they lose Love, they lose Kyrie, and he almost single-handedly kept the Cavaliers in that series. Single-handedly himself, with a little bit of help from Deli Della Vadova. Did from, they play Golden State Delhi. last year? Yeah. Oh, okay. And the Cavs were, the Cavs were actually up two to one, and that was because LeBron James basically willed them to a two-one record until they just lost gas, until they were completely gassed. And uh, you know, it's just Cleveland luck. They get their stuff together. The playoffs come. They cruise through the playoffs. They only lost two games the entire time in the conference. They go to the finals, and who's it against? The teams that setting the record for the most single wins in NBA history. And if they win this finals, they will be the best single season team ever. And that's just the Cleveland luck. So I'm rooting for the Cavs, but I think they're doomed. Uh, being a Bengals fan, we never have that issue. They always, no issues in the playoffs whatsoever. As long as you're not uh, playing Pittsburgh or Joe Montana. Or right? Houston or the Jets <laughs> or, sorry, anyone else. Fuck you, Pittsburgh. Um, but hey, at least you've been to the playoffs in the That's NFL. True. Well, speaking of guests this week. Well, well, speaking, speaking of, of NFL guests. and NBA expert. <laughs> yeah, we have That's Scab a... Jeff. He's our local uh, expert on the NBA. What's your Welcome, take? Welcome, Scab. I, so... When did the Globetrotters get knocked out? <laughs> the generals actually upset them. It was a huge one. Uh, Two Tall Jones went to go up the ladder, and they pushed it over, and it killed six of the Globetrotters, so they don't have enough guys to continue. Two Tall Jones, the football player? Is that who it is? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Two Tall Jones, the, football, the Globetrotter. Did, didn't they let the Washington generals win one time, yeah. and yeah. it was like a big deal? I won big in Vegas on that one. I think they might have like five wins in their history. I'm going to look that up. I think up. it was their it's first win in like 20 years, though, wasn't it? I thought that's what it was. It's like they're being generous. I mean, they had like the, the world's <laughs> longest losing streak in basketball, didn't they? Yeah. Against the Globetrotters. The, the longest winless streak and the longest trick trickless streak because they, you know, none of the tricks they do work. <laughs> they just have hookers. That's yeah, their exactly. tricks. <laughs> so. Welcome, Scab hey, Jeff. Thank you. Can you imagine? What do you do for a living? Well, I play basketball. Oh, you're in the NBA? No. Developmental? No. No. I, I'm on the Generals. Is that European basketball? I mean, the Washington Generals or New Jersey Generals from the USFL? No. <laughs> I'm on the Washington Generals. Oh. Well, who do you play? What league? Oh, we only play one team. <laughs> Over and over again. Oh, who's that? Uh, you may have heard of them. Uh, the Harlem Globetrotters. No, never heard of those. Yeah, who no. are they? No. <laughs> Scab Jeff, you're a father. Have you ever taken a, your son to the uh, Globetrotters game? No. I. Do they still yes. play? Yeah. I think it's a rite of passage. I think everybody has to see no. the Harlem Globetrotters no. at least once in their life. Every time they come to Cincinnati... They show the commercial. I look at my wife. I was like, I will same never. Tricks, yeah. The same tricks every time. You know, what? the ball explodes into confetti. The bucket with confetti, and then you know, they switch they get it the, out. The basketball on the string that goes into the hoop and then comes back. But that's the reason the you go to the games is to see the same old. It's, it's things. not funny. <laughs> Scab Jeff, how are you doing though lately? It's been a while. It has been a while. It's been a while. Uh, well, we're happy you're back. Thank uh, you. Got any new books or anything you want to plug? Here's your four. Uh, have you written anything scary recently? I have not written anything recently. Okay. No. Now, have you been researching scary places? 
I have not. No, I've been I've been out of the game for a little while. So you've been sitting on your ass watching uh, movies, collecting uh, unemployment. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been I've been watching Netflix. Ah, so you've been writing Netflix well, that, reviews. Like my 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 normal <laughs> my, my normal thing when I come on is I talk about a show that was from five to ten years ago that everybody's <laughs> already seen and I'm just now getting into. What's your movie? Th- what's your show this week? Well, I watched I watched Prison Break. Okay. <laughs> prison Break the other week, or the, yeah, the other week I watched all of Prison Break. First season was great. Second season was pretty good. Third season was awful, and I couldn't even make it through three episodes of the fourth season. Is it it was four seasons? <laughs> did you used to watch it? No, I didn't Jack? watch it. Oh. Would he run out of tattoo space on his body and how to get out? <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't, wait, what? This one's on my ass. I can't look at it. I can't Hold on. Look up my balls. I got one on my scrotum. I think that's how we get out. That's how wait we get out. I've been using a mirror this whole time. It's backwards. <laughs> but the first season was how they escaped from the prison. The second season was how they Went escaped. to a Mexican prison. No, no. The second oh. season was they escaped from the, from the manhunt that was after them. And then they went to a Panamanian prison in the third season. Why? <laughs> Why not? Because the, uh, the because authors they couldn't of the get series into a Turkish just ran prison. out of ideas. Because they're called Prison Break, you kind of need a prison. <laughs> that was the dumb name of the series. <laughs> and then the fourth season, it was... Mexican uh, cartel? It was something like oh. they had to... Canadian prison. <laughs> They, they would go to prison banks. unless they went well, back and it was and it was Netherlands prison. But the place. problem is they don't have any prison populations in because all they so. could find were these ex-cons to go break into this place and save the American diplomat. I don't know what fifth season Canadian prison. <laughs> well, they, they are talking about making a fifth season. It's coming out this year. Okay, yeah, they rob snowbanks in Canada. Don't don't, don't get it snowbanks. And along the same I don't lines, get it. okay, no, I don't. Uh-huh. Shut up. Along the same lines, I just started watching Fringe. Oh, yeah, great series! Fringe. Great series! Oh, th- it's you know, the same TV thing. It's, kind it of like starts and it's. I love the first season, and then the second season, <laughs> it's great, and then all of a sudden, everything just goes haywire. Like it seems like it's a completely different show. That there's like infiltrators from another dimension yes. who are pretending to be the people. Yes. <laughs> kind of like Earth Two and Flash. It is. That is exactly what it is. There's an Earth Two, basically. <laughs> but uh, it's so yeah. strange. Fourth season's bad. Come back for the fifth season. The series finale is one of my favorite series finales of all time. I will do Because that. I watched the whole se- series, and even I missed some episodes in the fourth season because I was like, this is getting a little ridiculous. And it wasn't good. And in the fifth season, they knew it was the final season, so they were able to correct the ship and get it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen Dare the new season of Daredevil. Did you see that? Or I'm, I'm still stuck at seven episodes. Uh, I'm stuck at two. Daredevil hasn't seen it either. Uh, I think that two of the best fight scenes that I've ever seen in any show, movie, anything, period, are both in this season of Daredevil. Ooh. I could see that. One Netflix is the stair, the stair fight, the other one's the prison fight. Ooh. Did you see the Punisher prison fight? I, I have not gotten there yet. Oh, that's, oh. The, that's the best. That's, that's the pinnacle of fight scenes ever. I guess so I'm going to have to watch that, that tonight. Better than uh, the fight scene in the trailer with Raising Arizona? The grenade. No, no, not the grenade. I'm talking about in the trailer where uh, John Goodman and his uh, lackey attack Nicolas Cage to take the baby. What year was the, the, the fight scene in the 87. trailer? Oh. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> no, no, but uh, for our, our listeners that aren't familiar with Scab Jeff, Scab yes. Jeff is actually Scab Jeff because we have the original Jeff. That's me. And then we have 
the other Jeff, so we differentiate him between scab Jeff yeah. and real Jeff. So, because scab Jeff will fill because in he was, yeah. because he'll he was cross, on strike. That's right. He'll cross union lines <laughs> when Jeff, real Jeff, or myself are on uh, strike, and scab Jeff comes in, crosses the picket line. He's got to run over Doctor Number One and dodge him, and then come that's in and the record. That's the one thing Doctor Number One does support us on the picket line. That that is uh, true. Granted, I don't know what his signs actually say, but he's carrying signs out there. Uh, usually, he's uh, wearing those sandwich signs, and he's like naked in the middle of them. It's kind of disturbing to look at. I'm but, just happy Scab Jeff got past Nate, the security guard, this week. And Nate, the security guard. That's right. The uh, the Trump Otzi. I I gave Jeff the uh, secret code to the back uh, gate. Oh, good call. Good Nate call. Nate used to work for TSA. Yeah. Is that why there's a line to get into your neighborhood? There is. There is. <laughs> People are backed he's a up. Gated community. But uh, Scab Jeff is is actually a uh, renowned book author on haunted places. Yes, I I do. I have uh, I have five books. Five books and counting. Maybe six. Maybe six <laughs> and counting. It all depends if you count well, that one. Well, I have the Cincinnati Haunted Handbook, the Nashville Haunted Handbook, the Twin Cities Haunted Handbook, and the Chicago Haunted Handbook, and then I have another Cincinnati Haunted Book, and then I have my zombie novel. That's yeah. Six. So yeah. That so if six. you're living in Cincinnati or Minnesota, Minneapolis, St. Paul, or Chicago, right? Or Nashville. Or Nashville. You know, uh, go pick up Scab Jeff's books. Where can you find them at? Uh, they're on uh, Amazon. Amazon.com. Uh, any of the online retailers. But if you still have bookstores in your city, then they would be there too. If you still have bookstores, if you still have Nashville does not have bookstores. How is that possible? My my publisher said that that one did not sell well because Nashville does not have bookstores. When Borders went out of business, they have no big bookstores. They might have like a little tiny indie bookstore or something. It's because it's Tennessee. VF. Okay. VF. Look into this. Yeah. Tennessee. You know, I don't want to get into stereotypes. But you know, no, no, we already mocked Alabama and Mississippi. Let's. let's I, I assumed that was the reason I haven't been on in a while because of my. <laughs> we, did get, we did get some hate mail um, from Alabama and Mississippi because of uh, talking about their educational system. Well, I, I didn't well, good news, we I, couldn't I said read it. Mississippi was. You know what? You should better. advertise on FarmersOnly.com. Yeah, it was forty-nine. Maybe your Tennessee numbers will shoot up. <laughs> The good news is everything that they tried to spell in the letters, the hate mail for Mississippi Alabama, we couldn't read. We couldn't read them so anyways. It was, it was fine. The grammar was so bad. I uh, look like hieroglyphics with X's and threes and dollar oh, not, signs. Not like the Chick Fil A signs with the cows, oh. right? No, 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 it was a worse. Lot, a lot of KKK <laughs> things in there. I don't know. Not the actual organization, just lots of K's in there. Yeah. Just lots of K's. So apparently, they found out that sometimes K's are silent. They put them everywhere now. Yes. Yeah. I hate. You. It's H-A-T-K-E. I don't know what that is. Did that get really dark all of a sudden and then you tried to save it? Yes. Before we go any further, I would like to say uh, thank you to Neil from Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks last week. Yes. Uh, for coming on our show. Neil. Uh, we appreciate it. You can it was, find him on... It was a fun time and a, and a late night. Yes. It was a very late night. But it was a good time. Uh, so you can find him Dark Angels Pretty Freaks. Uh, you can also find him on episode 125 of Hobie. That was our last episode, That was right? our last episode. We're on 126? Yeah. Dang. And you can also listen to Hollywood director Jason Brown on episode 124. So we've had uh, two uh, Skype <sighs> calls this week. We actually have Scab Jeff in the studio. So um, I like these studio visits better. Why is that? 
not so late. No, it, it you, you actually you know are mm. talking to the per you know it it I, I understand we can't really just have the people who are living in California just stop in the Why? studio one day. Why not? Because they're in California. No. I don't know how geography works. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of um, the great JB, mm-hmm. who um, was associated with House of Lies, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in that episode, I volunteered. To be the uh, fluffer for Kristen Bell, mm-hmm. you know, for her sex scenes for mm-hmm. House of Lies. Mm-hmm. Did you take you up on the offer? No, I, I have yet to hear uh, back from her agent. Oh, I thought other, you were going to say you had to apologize because uh, your wife heard it. Uh, no, other than the, uh, I got some thing in the mail from the police. Like I have to stay like 500 yards away from her or something like that. But you know, she would. <laughs> she is in the new Samsung commercials for I've refrigerators. Ooh. Oh, Ooh, is that the one with Dax Shepard? Yes. Yeah, her husband, yeah. I just got to say, Dax Shepard, me, Dax Shepard, me. I mean, do come you want to get with Dax Shepard? I'm oh, a little confused God, on man. this. <laughs> you do kind of look like if, Dax Shepard. But see, Dax Shepard right. was in Without a Paddle and you weren't. I love Oh, Without my a God, that's it. I'm really <laughs> the fact that I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> she got to be on your list, right, for five? Oh, yeah, you're not allowed having a list I'm not allowed to have a list, but if I did... Yeah. Yeah, she is in the list, okay. but I think she fell because she's done the Samsung commercial for refrigerators. From three to four? Who for cares? refrigerators. Who cares? Yeah, Everyone right. needs a good, uh, honest refrigerator. You could be her pool boy because of the money she makes from Samsung. Just yeah, think of how that. can I get in those commercials? I'm going to have to think about it. I think so. Just hide yeah. it in the refrigerator when she opens them up. Boop. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they are smart refrigerators. Maybe they can go off when I come within 500 yards of her house. (laughs) Samsung refrigerator helps you shop and keeps predators away from your house. It's an alarm system, too. Is that the refrigerator with Wi-Fi? Yeah, it's 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 an internet intelligent refrigerator. If you ever need to get onto your refrigerator to tell it to, I don't know, get colder or something when you're away... Yeah, you know. So when you you know we're at Kroger and say I I can't remember why hey, Kroger, please feel free to pass. If if you know if we're ever at Kroger and you're like, oh my God, I, what do I need? You can pull it up on your phone and there's a picture of the inside of your refrigerator. Yeah, and you can see what is missing and you can go ahead and you buy it. And the good thing about it is, in no way, shape, or form will adding this technology. Uh, increase the chance of the refrigerator breaking down. Like, you know, you know, celebrities get their cell phone hacks for their nudies. Imagine cell phone hacks for the refrigerator pictures. Well, we got Kristen Bell's refrigerator. It looks like that uh, Ooh, uh, somebody's broccoli doing... is going bad. Uh... Ooh, somebody's into that all Greek yogurt. <laughs> it's Jamie Lee Curtis. And, and you can program your restraining orders into it. So anytime <laughs> I'm carrying my cell phone and I come within 500 yards the alarm goes off oh jamie lee curtis really does eat uh, yeah. activia <laughs> activia no she doesn't it's dannon <gasps> <gasps> scandal <laughs> scandalous hey <sighs> scab jeff aren't you glad you're here <laughs> yeah so to make a long story short too late uh thank you for everybody for listening lately appreciate it uh you can also like us on facebook and uh, at the History of Bad Ideas. Yeah. And on Twitter, at Bad Ideas Podcast. You can follow us. Uh, our Facebook page has lots of geek and entertainment news all day long. So are we on some websites, too? We are. Uh, for UK listeners, nerdly.co.uk. Nerdly. We do movie reviews, and our podcast is up every Wednesday. 
And WeBeGeeksPC.com for the American side. Yes. And Jeff, where are we at on Fridays? On Fridays, we are on uh, Geek Life Radio at uh, 9 a.m. Central. That would be 10 a.m. Eastern. And you can figure it out yourself from whatever uh, time zone you may live in. And also, uh, if you can go to uh, iTunes, just give us reviews. People always say that, but it does actually help us. Uh, move up in the rankings on iTunes, so we appreciate that. And Stitcher, Google Play, everything else. And uh, aren't we on some uh, network uh, where if you have a lot of restraining orders filed against you, you can go listen to us? Tangent Pound Network. And? Uh, that would be Danger Entertainment. Danger! Oh, Danger Entertainment. Danger! Danger. Uh, Wicket Radio Network. Wicked uh, or Wicket? Wicket. Wicked with a D. Wicked. I thought you said wicket as in, you know. It's a bloody good wicket. Wicket. It's a sticky wicket. It's a sticky wicket. Moving on. Let's see. So, anyways, so Scamp Jeff is going to be with us all night. So, let's get into the show here, everybody had. Blake, thank you for serving our country Memorial Day weekend. Thank you very much. So, thank you. And uh, did you do anything fun? You went down to Be- Beetle Fest or something like that, didn't you? Yeah, I went down to uh, Louisville, Kentucky. I went south of the river. I know it's dangerous. It we is. had to leave our shoes at the river Good when call. we crossed at the bridge. But I uh, went to Abbey Road on the river there in Louisville, uh, Kentucky. A uh, weekend-long uh, Beatles festival where they have Beatles bands from across the U.S. and around the world that come in and and uh, play for nonstop you know, for three days straight. And it was pretty good. Uh, this year's theme was... Beatles. I bet it was well, Beatles. Beatles. Yes. Bon Jovi. Right. It was. Bon Jovi. <laughs> it was Beatles. But uh, every band that came to play was given, like, a Beatles album to cover. The entire album? Yes. And so they would come in, and some people would play, like, Unless Rubber Soul, Revolver. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that, well, see, that's the problem, Scab Jeff. There oh. were no crappy albums. Yeah, either. about the first three. Ah, give me a break. Any but anyway, hand holding and loving me do. I can little, do without. You don't, you don't stuff. like the beboppy? No. Early R and B Beatles? Nope. G- give me the drug induced Beatles any day. You like the Stone Beatles? Yes. All right, the LSD ones. Yeah. Once they start getting their soul made of rubber, that's when they started being good. Uh, yeah, I, I, they did. They did they hit the, hit that sweet spot there. But I, I like them all throughout for various reasons of their careers. But and usually they have like some special guest every year that comes in. And it never fails to disappoint. This year was uh, Prudence Pharaoh, Mia Pharaoh's sister, who uh, went with uh, them, with the Maharishi, to India. And henceforth, John Lennon wrote the song about her dear Prudence. And so she talks about her uh, time there, the Maharishi and the Beatles and her transcendental meditation, 60s uh, peace love thing going on. It was kind of like, a rambling diatribe, but they had the uh, guy that does uh, breakfast with the Beatles or brunch with Beatles brunch, uh, internet radio. I forget the guy's name. Really good guy. He's kind of like a young Dick Clark. We'll call him Bob. Yeah, when I say young Dick Clark, he's like in his fifties. <laughs> but uh, you know, he, he's actually like, and he'll like ask her questions to like bring him back to Beatles relevance, please. You know, kind of like. So you're saying questions. she would go off on tangents. Yes. When he said that, who she went with, like to see, I keep thinking of the Bill Murray scene in Caddyshack mm-hmm. when he meets the Dalai Lama. <laughs> so I got that good one I for me. Yeah. On your for deathbed, achieve <laughs> total consciousness. No, but she talks about she was there for the study and other 
60s um, icons would come and go for visits while they were there, including like Donovan and uh, one of the other Rolling Stone guys and other people. And of course, she dragged her sister Mia Farrow there. And she talked about her... Well, of course, she has a book to sell this year. No! So it's easier to get her to come in and plug that. But um, in all honesty, she talks about the story of about, you know, her time there and her meditation and eventually listening to the song for the first time. She was in a little bit of trepidation about it because she spent most of the time, you know, in her own bungalow away from everybody and if you listen to the song, Dear Prudence, John is actually like uh, calling to her to come out and be social with everybody because she shut herself in. And she didn't reveal everything, but, you know, there's some possible stories about the Maharishi sexual advances on her and all that kind of goofy stuff and rumors. But she didn't talk about it. You have to buy the book. And, of course, I didn't buy the book. Aww. Do they have bookstores in Louisville? Yes. Uh, surprising or not, actually brought books to the show. To no. the fair. Yeah, so, you know, you didn't have to worry about that, you know, so, uh, which, you know, you can actually, you know, she looks like Mia Farrow, you know, older lady, looks very similar to Mia, um, very enjoyable. Did she talk about tells, her... She tells the story how she listened the first time because she knows, she's like, you know, John was a really smart guy, and if he wanted to, you know, nail you, he would do it very smartly through song, and so she was scared that it was going to be something critical of her and actually turned out when she listened to it with her family and her mom who was uh maureen o'sullivan who played uh, oh really jane yeah really? tarzan yeah maureen o'sullivan i didn't oh, know this i didn't know that was that's mia's mom too yeah wow i, didn't know I, I did not know it either i but thought i knew my celebrity relations yeah yeah so she talks about the story about maureen o'sullivan meaning a gypsy when her mom was still in ireland before coming over in the States, you know, the spiritual encounter that she had. And, you know, she's a very spiritual person, you know, overall, and her family and her mother was too. Mia didn't get into it as much as her when she was there with the, you know, Maharishi, you know. Uh, so it was really interesting. And she talks and when she listens to the song, the entire family's there. And her mom, Marina Sullivan, basically sets it up, invites everybody to this party, and she buys the White Album. She goes, oh, we're going to listen to the song uh, that Prudence, you know, is in. And she refused to buy the White Album or listen to the song because she was scared of what John would say about her. Mm-hmm. And um, so her and her entire family and group of friends, they all listened to the White Album from beginning to end. And, of course, when her song came up, you know, Maureen Sullivan does this nice little thing where they're playing this uh, game called Killer with a Wink, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and beautiful little story there and very enjoyable. I liked listening to her. I like going to the festivals, not just listening to the music and then listening to the bands. I guess they're, you know, from, you know, Norway to Colombia to Puerto Rico from, you know, even from Japan and, uh, listening to the groups and they, they do their own spins and takes on songs, which is really great. And, you know, some of these albums are really hard to do in their later years because they're so overproduced. Yeah, they're not live. You know, they're albums. not live, and it's one of the reasons they stopped touring. You know, is because they wanted to do all this nutty stuff with Go it. Go ahead, play your organ backwards. Yeah, ex- <laughs> yeah, exactly. So a lot of times you got the guy with the keyboard and the computer. You know, they're off to the side. You know, uh, doing has got to do, of course. You know, because some of these uh, albums are so produced. You know, it's so technical, it's crazy. But uh, it was good. So Prudence was there. You know, we had a really good time and. Every year I go, I discover something new that I appreciate. 
And I'm, you know, I'm sitting here thinking about, you know, Ringo Starr is a pretty good country musician. He's he a good country singer. Did he sing country? Mm-hmm. Was he yep. If, if you go through the Beatles albums, a lot of Ringo Starr's songs are actually country. Hmm. Like, Act Naturally, Don't Pass Me By. I mean, shit. He's the guy that sang a country song about an octopus in a garden underneath the sea. That's really, a that's really a country song. No, it isn't. It's too good to be Road. country. Uh, with Prudence, I got a question. Did she yeah. talk highly of her ex-brother-in-law, Woody Allen? No, nobody brought that up at all. Hopefully not. I'm just asking. No, just no, asking. No. Just asking. Mm-mm. I think she called him a genius. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. I want to fucking kill, I think, is what she said. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, but uh, No, but I, that was a good time. That's how I spent my Memorial Day weekend. I've been going there five years straight. Next year is going to be in Jeffersonville, Indiana, which is across the river. Huh. They're moving it across the river. Yeah, there's some scandal. The big, big, com- big commercial uh, hotel that is there next to the park in the Ali Center where the festival is going on. You know, the big uh, hotel, which shall not be named, you know, uh, actually tried to uh, muscle in and take over the festival from the guy that's been, hand- you know, running it for 13 years. And uh, so that set off a whole big chain of reaction. So they're actually doing it across the river next year. Mm. In Jeffersonville. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Take that, Louisville. That's right. Yeah. You can't Take that, rent here. We're going to Jefferson. You can't mm-hmm. rent here. Yeah. Did yeah. you do anything exciting, Scab Jeff, on Memorial Day weekend? Uh, watch the, uh, the race. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what race? The Indy 500. Who won? It was some guy I'd never heard of. Okay, good. good. <laughs> yeah. Dixon? I... Was it? No. Alex? Rossi. Yeah. Rossi. Oh. The uh, guy came in to work today and asked if I watched the race, and my that was I'm like, uh, race? <laughs> I'm like, well, it doesn't matter what race it is. If it's not a race, I didn't watch it. No, did he my, turn left? My grandpa used right. to live like two blocks away from from the track, so every mm-hmm. Memorial Day weekend we'd go up to to his house, and like every house on his street would. Sell parking for twenty dollars a pop. Twenty dollars in the, <laughs> on the on their lawn, but uh-huh. my grandpa was proud of his lawn. Whenever anybody would walk across the lawn, he would threaten to kill him. Was he like Clint Eastwood? <laughs> get off my lawn! He's That's like, hey, get thing. off my lawn! <laughs> <laughs> get off my lawn! <laughs> and I'm just a little kid, and I'm like, what's living in a walk on this guy's lawn? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, now did you do anything? I came to your party. Oh, yeah, I did have a party every yes. Memorial Day. Uh, did you it. use the uh, microwave smoker? I did. <laughs> it's not a microwave. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I was answered that, and then I realized you were mocking me, weren't you? I did have my electric smoker out. Oh, it's the electric smoker. I'm sorry. Did some chicken. Did some chicken. Uh, and that was about it. I uh, did some burgers, hot dogs, cheesy good mats. So, uh, cheesy good, good mom Matt. Cheesy goodness was the mac and cheese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a good time. A good time. Good so time was had by all. Played some cards against humanity. And uh that's about it. Saturday worked around the house a lot. That was my exciting weekend. Uh so, was this the sanitized cards against humanity because oh, there God, were children no. around? Oh, it was no. after the children yeah, went to bed. Just... <laughs> we didn't have to explain glory hole to anybody. <laughs> it did come up though. <laughs> really? And the comment was made <laughs> by my wife, I think, was wasn't that Blake's father-in-law that to explain what glory holes were to their <laughs> Yes, that was Blake's father-in-law. Yeah. What episode was that? Where I can't oh, remember. God. I was I was on that episode. You were on that episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I heard oh, that. Oh my god. Yeah. 
Yeah, oh. go go back and you know do this Gab Jeff search and come up with the famous Cards Against Humanity with my father-in-law playing with his granddaughters <laughs> that I bought for everybody for Christmas. And I got yelled at. <laughs> well, it's his fault. They didn't know what it was, and he explained it to them. Yeah. Never explain it. Never. No. Never. Just let it go. Uh, let it go. But, um, sorry. Uh, I saw the Flash. I uh, was caught up on the Flash and Arrow now. I'm caught up on Flash, not Arrow. How many episodes are you behind on Arrow? Just, I think just the last Man. one. It's okay. The ending is really cool. Like the final thing, is, I'm intrigued to see where they go next season with it. It's nothing okay. big, but it's kind of a different take on it, so I'm kind of excited about it. Um, the he not to spoil anything, and it won't spoil. But Oliver Queen gives this big speech as Oliver Queen, and it stops the rioting because nuclear attacks are coming. And it was not a good no, no. It like rallied everybody. It totally in the city. sounds like it ruins the. Totally so it probably like had, leads up him becoming mayor now, won't it? Ding ding ding! There you go. Oh, it does. Oh, okay. That does. So, how does a mayor stop a nuclear attack? He wasn't a mayor there yet. Uh, uh, with how could a mayor candidate well, elect? She does have the. Stop she a does nuclear have, attack. Uh, she does have the best hacker. And on my top five list, uh, Felicity. Oh, Felicity. Um, uh, but she's not the best hacker. Her dad was a better hacker. He was there too. Yeah, I know. So, and I'm I'm enjoying him. The calculator. I like him. Uh, did you see though this week that the person, the woman that plays Speedy? Uh, she basically went off in an interview saying that at least Marvel somewhat acknowledges their TV universe, unlike uh-huh. DC, because DC doesn't know what to do with their TV universe, basically. Oh, I didn't and hear she, she went off on she that. She was pissed because they killed off all the Suicide Squad members. Because because the movie can't... Yeah, the movie is coming What out. are they going to do with Flash? Because they're going to have That's a different Flash on TV than they will in the movies. You cannot, kill, you cannot cancel the Flash TV series. It's no. doing too well. Yeah. And so, uh, but they, uh, but she, Speedy said though that she thought it was bullshit basically to kill the Suicide Squad member. She's like, "You're telling me that you couldn't have two versions?" And she's like, "I don't understand why you couldn't figure it out." You know, people yeah. that go to the movies are not. Yeah. not I'm watching this serial on television versus I'm paying money to sit in the theater with my popcorn. And she's like, "It's already been established that there's other Earths, so why aren't we on another Earth?" Hey, let's make money. Yeah. Oh wait, I'm sorry, Speedy. You're a female character. Oh, she's actually a fun character. I there liked you her. Go. But oh. the best part is, she does say that it's bullshit that Stephen Amell, Stephen Amell and uh, Grant Gustin, Gustin, Grace Gustin, yeah, Gunston. are not yeah. in the movie versions. She's like, okay, fine. You don't want confusion? Then put them in it as Green Arrow and Flash instead of new car- new people. Nah, uh, is Green Arrow even going to be in the movies? No, but I mean, she has a point though. If you're DC and you're like, well, you can't have two of each one, then why are you making yeah. another fucking Flash? Yeah, well, DC wouldn't wouldn't even do that. I know they were talking about when they were going to do a Superman movie. They were like, well, we've got Smallville. Let's have uh, Tom Welling. Tom Welling be Superman. Yeah. Instead, instead it was Brandon Routh who now has become Adam. Yes. I'm not sure I've ever seen you this mad, Jason. It pisses me off. DC pisses really? me off. You want to see him get mad? Kevin James. Fuck him. Have you seen his new TV series trailer? Fuck him. God dang, when is, when is a heart attack when you need one? Anyways. Um, oh, bad bad news. Tomorrow, Duplex gets removed from uh, Netflix. Does so it? I've got to watch that tonight, is what you're saying. Yeah, and the listeners won't be able to. Oh, we'll be oh. up tonight. We'll be up tonight. Uh, we'll be up at midnight. I don't yeah. know when it comes up. Probably at midnight. Listeners, if you can, one. get to Netflix and it's download new, uh, Duplex with Ben Stiller and Drew Barrymore. 
quite possibly one of the worst films I've ever seen in my life. Don't forget Harvey Firestein. I liked him. <laughs> I like him. Is he still alive? I think so. Okay. Okay. Is anybody excited about Independence Day Resurgence? Nope. No. No. <laughs> you you are. You you wanted to see the trailer when we were... I'm excited. I want to go well, see I it. wanted to or, see the trailer. No, I'm sorry. When you saw the trailer, you said you wanted to see the movie. So my wife uh, is due to give birth around that time. And the trailer came on the other night, and I looked at her. I was like, see, honey, because of the baby, I can't go see this. Uh, I was like, because I, I won't go see it. And she's like, what is this? And then the credits came up, you know, independent. And she's like, oh, God, why would you want to see that? And I was like, really? Even you? Come on. It looks good. It, doesn't look good, but it looks fun. So I suppose we should no. talk about we were at the movies uh, Thursday and we watched did we say? X-Men. Oh shit, we did. Yeah, yeah, that's not in our uh, lineup here, but uh, that, that's how much we liked it. You didn't even bother to remember that we watched the uh, X-Men you Apocalypse. You a review on it, for Crikey's sake. Anyone see X-Men Apocalypse? No, Jeff and I? I haven't yet. Are you going to, Scab Jeff? I will, but you can ruin it for Are me. Are you going to see it in the theater or just wait till it's on... In five years when he comes back on. <laughs> Episode five fifty one, Jeff uh, Scab Jeff reviews X Men Apocalypse. Uh it was average. There's really nothing to spoil though. It's average. I mean not a, with everything that happened, it didn't even feel like anything great was happening. Now Apocalypse for like I've said, for Apocalypse being like this big guy, you didn't really do much apocalypting. <laughs> no, 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 He destroyed Cairo. That was about it. I was like, who cares oh. about Cairo? <laughs> the Egyptians. I, I, uh, yeah. I think the ten million people that live there might <laughs> just go out. People who like the pyramids. Oh wait, he was destroying bridges in other parts of the world. Uh, Indiana uh, Jones. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, well, and Mutt, he wasn't doing much. Mutt. He wasn't really doing much of the destroying. He was just having Magneto do it. That's true. Uh, Magneto was good in parts, but. Uh, what I've said in the review was my written review review was every single X Men film. Blake backed me up on this. Magneto. Doesn't mean anything. Well, that too. All the action that happens doesn't matter because you keep going back in time and changing the story. Well, I give you that. It but, has, the, but the action was them going back in time. If they can't go back in time to change it, then it really means something. So nothing means anything. Because <laughs> but here we go. At the end, it's all status quo. Back me up. Do you agree with me? Magneto's story arc. He is a good guy. Yeah. He becomes a bad guy during bad the middle guy. of it. Yeah, bad guy. And then he sees because that, he's oppressed. Yes. And he sees and then the something happens. No, something happens where he has to team up with his buddy yes. because there's a greater evil. Yes. And then that's how it ends. Every single time. And yeah. then he walks off and you don't know what happens oh, until the next Spoiler alert. Movie. Oh wait, did that spoil it? Until he becomes Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's how it happens. Yeah. Uh then, then they throw him in jail of a prison made of glass. Yeah. 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 That was exciting. That's it. I mean, that's I know, where it does, all does ends, Does that count right? anymore? Does it count anymore? No, nothing matters in between now and then, because we all know he ends up in a prison made of glass. But does he? Because they change time. He might not now. Yeah. See, that's called bad story writing. <laughs> Lazy story writing, no. because you're like, well, how do we change this? We're like, oh, let's make him go back into time. We'll just fix it. We'll go back in time. Well, let's ignore everything else we did up until this point. And well, I what we did was crappy. You might as well effort. ignore it. It takes storytelling. If George Lucas can't do it, why would you expect Brian know, Singer to be I able to do know, it? I want to know like the st- the timeline that we have now. What is the timeline? Like, is Wolverine just around for twenty years until he joins them? Like, I don't get like pretty much. Okay. Yep. Maybe sure. Uh, supposedly, Old Man Logan, which is the third and final Wolverine. movie. Is that what it's called? X Men. Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan. It's actually called o- Old Man Logan. Wolverine. Old, Old Man Logan. Yep. 
Is it Wolverine, Old Man Logan, or no Old idea. Man Logan? I don't know. I didn't write. Is it adamantine, adamantine bones getting brittle from lack of vitamin D? Is there a colon in it? Ah, this is the best part. <laughs> Old Man Wolverine colon. Yeah. Colon blow. Colon <laughs> super colon blow. Here's my thing, and I yeah. thought of you immediately. I was yes. reading this the other oh, day. Thank you. Uh, Old Man Logan. Uh, it's going to take place in the future. Oh Jesus! And no, here's the best part. He's coming back to our time. The only memories he has is the old timeline of X Men One the through old Three. Time. The timeline that we blown wrote out. That yes. wrote out. Yeah, oh, no. blew it through his brain and that other one. <laughs> That's the only timeline that he's going to know. Well, he is, remembers the, that timeline though. He does remember that. Be- like, because he was the one that was bat- doing the time jumping, so know, he has memories of that timeline that didn't like, happen. This is such Which a Deadpool cluster. is he going to remember? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good call. Good oh, wow. But, I mean, how do you make, like, that's, they just fucked up this whole timeline. I'd, I'd rather have them just rebooted it all, which I know they Oh, wait! Do. Don't give anybody ideas, for crikey's <laughs> sake. I don't get out X-Men Reboot 4. Yeah. No, get the cue from Sony, Spider-Man. I kind of think they are going to need. Oh. They're going to need to go on a different direction. I think it's about time to take the reins away from Brian Singer. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Nightcrawler was cool in it. Yeah, Kit, whatever his name is, yeah. who played him, was probably was the highlight. Cool. Uh, well, the Nightcrawler Angel fight at the beginning was cool. Yeah. Um, that was about it. Even Cyclops was kind of a dick, and I have to admit, I hate Cyclops to always that. is a dick, so no, that he's doesn't not matter. He's awesome. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen it and you want to, good for you. Go see it. Or if re- you don't see it, it you're or, not missing much. Or yeah. read your review. Where's your review at? Nerdly.co.uk and on WeBeGeeks.com and Geek Life Radio, all three of them. There you go. So, uh, But yeah, it was... Uh, it was, it was or you can good. just listen to my review. Meh. There you go. <laughs> or Deb's review. <sighs> the dev side. Mm. So, do we want to discuss Game of Thrones here? Mr. Uh, Morris, again, another guest who is not caught up. I think Jason schedules guests who don't watch it or aren't caught up just so we have a hard time talking about it. I know, I feel bad. Are you caught up on it? <laughs> I'm caught up Real on Jeff? I, I'm okay if you talk Scab about Jeff, it. Scab Jeff, where are you at in From... your Game of Thrones? Are you in... <laughs> I uh, have episode not... one, year one, still? <laughs> no, I haven't seen any of this season. I've seen up to this season, but I've got a really bad feeling about Hodor from Facebook. Oh, <laughs> gosh. All right, we and won't something talk... to do with a doorstop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I did put that, that on. Just... <laughs> but that's good, because we know you don't... Uh, Listen to the podcast when you're not on it. So, you, <laughs> so you, we haven't broken any, uh, you know, stories for you I, yet. I'm, on I'm it. okay if you if you break the stories. If, if don't it worry if you spoil if it's it. It's not a good if it's not a good story after you already tell me what the story is. If it's not fun yeah. to watch, then it's not worth it in the first place. Don't worry, he won't listen to the he show anyways. To the he, show won't, anyways. He, he won't. You won't spoil it. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, quick one. Uh, Jamie is actually. Finally going off to the Riverlands. Finally going to the Riverlands. They're going in the same direction, same direction that the book let off on. That's now. right. And that's good and interesting. Jamie going to the Riverlands. Brienne going to the Riverlands. Yes. And uh, Brienne meets a possible Cold Hands character that everybody thought was... Well, well apparently revealed, it wasn't, but now it, it is. It wasn't, but what it is. But they, it, it turns out it was Benjen Stark. But they never called him Cold Hands. They just he just revealed himself as Benjen, who's semi un 
dead. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. So, but I, I saw a uh, thing, uh, the behind-the-scenes thing, yeah. and somebody on that referred to him as Cold Hands. And oh, I went, okay. that, now I'm pissed. Yeah. <laughs> but it could be them just like just going along with fan theories to say, hey, we'll just make it this, even though it may not be what George says. Well, it's definitely not what George says, because George mm-hmm. flat-out said, no, it's not. Exactly. So maybe George just, Lucas? Yes. Martin. Hi, yeah, George. George Lucas. George R. R. Lucas. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, here's something that's new. Uh, Brand's flashback sequences. Yes. Have you watched those? I, well, I didn't go frame by frame, but I know they were showing the uh, Aris, Mad King. Eris the Mad King is in there. Yes. And he's doing stabbed. The, he's doing them the burn them all. Burn them all. You see the wildfire. You, you see, see a glimpse of Jamie stabbing him in the be- back. Up behind him in the back. Uh, uh, uh. That's my impersonation we've, of Jamie. We've seen him in the back. where Brand possibly is able to affect the visions he sees in the past. We already know that with Hodor. Let me tap your knee, Scab Jeff. <laughs> I'm not going to give it away, but we did see in the uh, Tower of Joy... I'm pretty sure it's been given away. Now, <laughs> but not to you yet. <laughs> not officially to me, no. Okay. Yes, right. I haven't... Let's just see if you can read it. between lines. Yeah. <laughs> so, but if you remember it, the Tower of Joy... Joy, he joy, does joy. cry out to his dad, Ed Stark, when he's Father. going up the stairs. And Ed Stark does stop and turn around like, hey, what's someone, up? Someone Somebody yelled father there? at me? Exactly. So here is a theory. I'll give kudos to my old lady on this one. Uh, she comes up with a lot of theories, and sometimes we talk about them. Sometimes they you know, debunk them, or sometimes they go, oh, that's a good one. But this is a good one. So if you're a child like Bran, and you want to go back and fix everything... That bad happens to your family. Where do you start? It's got to be the heiress, the Mad King. Because Eris killed Ned Stark's father and his older brother. If you remember, he burned him alive. Oh, Brandon and... Uh... And with the self-restraining uh, noose that his older brother uh, choked himself to death trying to save his father as he roasted his father alive in his armor. And he's also saying things like, burn them all, and with the wildfire. So um, the old lady came up with a theory... That maybe Bran tries to go back into time, which actually affects the real storyline. And becomes the voices that the Mad King hears. The voices that the Mad King hears. And so when he's talking about burn them all and the wildfire, he's actually talking about maybe the the White Walkers and everything. And and uh, so the heiress, who may have already been a little bit mad, maybe he's going back in to try and change time to save his family and all that kind of stuff and burn them all, get the wild, you know. Maybe that's where... The Mad King goes completely mad. Yeah, I've heard that theory. Could be. Really, you have? Oh, yeah. No, I thought it was something we just came up on our own. I, well, you came up with it on your own. Well, other people also came up with it. Really? I'll put it that way. Oh, yeah. Really? That, that, oh, yeah. That, that, that Bran was the voice that the Mad King hears. And Well, I'm going to have to start Googling that and see what <laughs> come up. You know, it could be like those things in uh, you know the period of civilization, how different civilizations all discover fire at roughly the same time. And... Writing and all that kind of stuff. Being I mean, in Africa, Europe, Asia, they're, they're you know, same pieces thing. Out you know, this the whole thing in the universe. Everybody starts thinking about this stuff, and other people think about the whole thing, and blah blah blah. It comes to be. I mean, if they throw pieces at you, I mean, like I didn't have to read some mm-hmm. uh, some place that R plus L equals J. I mean, I that's a theory I came up with on my own before I even heard of the theory. But I'm assuming it's pretty obvious that that's a good theory. Ah, cool. So there you are. And there we are. And there we are. Oh, and Arya is going to kick some ass. Ariola? 
Oh, Arya. and Sam stole his dad's sword. That is awesome. That is good. <laughs> oh, that's one question I have. Does yeah. Sam know that the Valerian Steel will kill White Walkers? Uh, Has he ever actually seen Valyrian steel against White Walkers? I can't remember, but remember, Jon Snow killed a White Walker. Jon Snow with did his sword because but it was Sam Valerian was already steel. on his way to Old Town when he fought Sam the White Walkers. Did kill he? one with uh, obsidian, the Obsidian, dragon yeah, glass. With the dragon glass. Yeah. I don't think he knows that, but it'll come in handy later. <laughs> Wait, what do you think, Scab Jeff? Yeah, I, I just looked up, and Marino Sullivan is Mia, Mia Farrow's mom. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, and by the way, speaking of looking up, uh, the Washington Generals did have one win and lost more than 16,000 times. <laughs> are they still but, playing? But as of last August, they are disbanded. <gasps> who do they play? I don't know who the Globetrotters play. The Globetrotters play, just the, put on a show themselves now? They probably, <laughs> they probably play people uh, locally. Whatever city they go to, they'll play a team that they put together. Man. They just pull fans out of the crowd. Probably. Probably. <laughs> That's probably probably. I haven't seen their show since I was like, you know, a little kid and that was ages ago. Nobody I mean, I was, I was still watching show. Globetrotters <laughs> when they had Metal Arc Lemon still on there. The only good thing Globetrotters have ever done was Scooby Doo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the animated Gilligan's person. Island. Okay, time out. I go to. <laughs> They were Google. They beat, they beat robots in Gilligan's Island. Oh, that's right. He did. And then they got sent back to the rest of the camp. Uh-huh. Um, so I go to Google. 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 Uh, why, who do the Globetrotters play now? And I get to who do the Globe. And here's the other searches that they recommend. Mm-hmm. Why do the Globetrotters always win? Why do the Globetrotters not play in the NBA? <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck is Googling that? <laughs> Apparently a lot of people. Oh, here's the next one. Why do the Golden Globes exist? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there you go. Uh, So, uh, let's see. Uh, Let's get to some listener feedback. Who do the Golden Globetrotters Globetrotters play now? Oh, no, I'm still working on it. Hold on. I'm looking it up. Do uh, listener feedback. And, yes, let's do some listener feedback. It's only item two on our itinerary for tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, where do we item, start? Item one feedback? with Scab Jeff is here. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're at listener feedback. Now 49 feedback. minutes and 56 seconds in. Yes. Our listener feedback kicks off with this guy, Doug. Number one fan, Doug. Thank you for having a nickname. He says, uh, are you upset? Reports Ray Lewis and Chris Carter out at ESPN. Oh, it's a shame. I didn't mind Chris Carter. I liked when he was on like Mike and Mike in the morning. Yeah, so I like his guest appearance in Mike and Mike in the morning. I think his whole thing about uh, talking to rookies and telling his rookies that you got to get a fall <laughs> guy to take. Yeah, yeah you got to get a fall guy to take all the blame for the stupid shit you do. Yeah, that was kind of missing. Uh, yeah, not, not the best advice, especially no. not one to get out to the regular no. public, especially when it's being recorded and everybody plays it and they said, uh, so basically you said. Uh, break the law, do bad things, and uh, have one guy that you'll pay to uh, take the fall for everything. Pretty much. That's what he said. Yeah. Well, uh, All you seventh-round draft picks, listen up. That's the way you'll make your money is be uh, fall guys. Be the fall guy, you know. And uh, Ray Lewis, you know, hey, you go from, you know, go murderer to lesbian commentator. Oh, I'm sorry. Alleged. Uh, I really am praying that he does not come to the NFL Network. That's all I'm saying. Ray Lewis. Cannot stand that man. Yes. He stopped I, watching ESPN and only watches the NFL Network for his football. Yes. I just know every time he's on TV, we all start screaming murder every time he's so on. So if he comes to the NFL Network, then do you go back to ESPN? God, no. I don't know where I well, go. Well, you could because Berman will be leaving. Thank God. 
Berman and yeah, Lewis gone, you, you might actually the only, like their replacements. The only people I like on ESPN are Mike and Mike, and even that is like uh, soft cupcake reporting. I like reporting. Mike and half of Mike. Yeah, <laughs> it's cupcake reporting. You know, the other stuff at ESPN is yeah. all crap. Here we go. I got some good stuff here. On August 12, 2015, the Generals announced that the Harlem Globetrotters had severed contra- contracts Contractual, contractual relations with the Washington Generals. Yes. I mean, what leverage did they have? They're like <laughs> one in sixteen thousand. Generals played the last game against the Globetrotters on August first, two thousand fifteen, in Wildwood, New Jersey, and lost fifty-four to fifty. They played. Well, the, they couldn't even let them win. Their they last played game. <laughs> they didn't know it was their jerks. last game at the time. No, they did. You oh. said it was on the twelfth that they cut the contractual. Obligations, but they played on the oh, first. Oh, yeah, they did. That's right. John, I can pay attention to dates. I did, and I'm reading it. <laughs> How many technical fouls were in that game? <laughs> <laughs> they did know. <laughs> Wait a minute. Rubber chicken, technical foul. You cannot use rubber chickens on the basketball How court. How great would it have been if they told them, hey, this is your last game, and the generals just went out and destroyed Kick them? <laughs> you see all the little kids crying? <laughs> well, it's 120 to 12 at halftime. Uh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> The Globetrotters are throwing exploding basketballs at the Generals. <laughs> the refs are actually calling fouls. Yeah. No! When, the, when the guy goes to put it behind his back, another guy just steals it. Wait a minute. Uh, they said... They cut the string on the, the whole yo-yo basketball joke. Uh, basically, Klotz, who was running the league, the team uh, for after he took over for his father... Uh, basically got a phone call and they said from the glow trial said uh, we're not going to con- uh, we're not going to have you anymore <laughs> the national or whatever team generals the generals. generals they're like why are we paying you when we can pay our own guys to do something so um, yeah so, so they are no longer so I'll, I'll see who they still so are actually playing. I just assumed the Washington generals were just owned by the globe trials as a, as a scapegoat team. Yeah, but, really. So apparently they're their own entity that has <laughs> lost 16,000 games to the Harlem Globetrotters. Their specialty was looking bewildered and dumbfounded. <laughs> Hell, I could have been a, a general. With yeah, that's, that. that's our natural Ooh. look. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why weren't we generals? All great rivalries come to an end, he said. Uh, I, I think, think that was a rivalry. one-sided rivalry. That's a great rivalry. It's not really a rivalry. I think they played more games against each other than any other teams in pretty much all of sports history. Probably, you're right. <laughs> significant. Oh, my gosh. It's not a rivalry if one side doesn't know it. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> you're our rivals. What? what? Really? Really? <laughs> I thought you were our bitch. Well, yeah, that's We've the been question. trying to get in the NBA this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> who, who doesn't know that they're rivals? What do you mean the ABA, <laughs> ABA canceled and folded? <laughs> I, didn't I just see the, the uh, Flint Tropics on the, the movies a couple years ago? Oh, God. Terrible movie. Terrible oh, movie. My. But, uh, but anyways, Doug, he's got a second part. He always has two parts for us. Because, you know, we just can't get him once. you got to get him twice. He says, uh, I expect you to be complimenting the NFL for its generosity. You know, breaking, this is him breaking us the news. The NFL has agreed to pay back taxpayers about uh, three quarters of a million dollars for acts of sponsored patriotism, such as flag ceremonies and welcome back tributes. And uh, th- this was actually no surprise to me, but it is a surprise to almost uh, everybody. <laughs> Everybody else. I don't understand what that means. Can you explain that to me? Yes. The military tributes that you see at the NFL games where they bring people on the field or they do the big flag thing and all that, Mm -hmm. uh, it's actually like 
paid advertising by the NFL. I mean, I'm no, sorry, by the, by military. the military. I'm sorry, military paid by the military the to the NFL. To do and that. all this time, a lot of the public perception was that the NFL was doing this out of its goodness of its heart and, uh, you know, patriotism. But it's come out that, no, indeed, the NFL is pocketing money from the U.S. military, the armed forces, advertising to let them do this at their game. So, like, the flyovers then aren't pointless as I always thought they were. No, the, the flyovers aren't pointless. Actually, it's a military training opportunity. So they have to be at a certain place at a certain time, at a certain hour, minute, down to the second. So it's a very uh, extremely timed flight precision exercise. Well, that makes me feel better because I always thought they were just wasting a lot of money to fly planes but makes a lot more sense out there i know the training exercises yeah there's a point to it It, it's meaningful unlike kevin james career sorry Uh, so i like how the nfl because they're they're kind of on a shoestring budget they're paycheck to paycheck (laughs) yeah you know they're so cash strapped so they're doing that seven hundred thousand dollars i mean whoo thank god for that my God, I don't know if they can afford it. I wonder. wonder, I guess they can't get a good enough halftime show for the Super Bowl this year because of that. Who are they getting for the Super Bowl? Did I don't they know announce? who pays them to. Well, you saw that. That's who, those oh. halftime shows now pay. Yeah, they actually pay to be oh, the halftime yeah. show. Oh. Yay. Because they said your, your record sales will go through the roof then. Well, they're, they said they're probably they right. Yeah, yeah, but they can't get a lot of good people because a lot of them are like, fuck you, I'm not paying you for this. That's probably why they haven't asked Weird Al yet. That's true. I, I know what, two years ago there was a petition to try to get Weird Al to play the Super Bowl. Hey, think about it. Weird Al can, like, bring all those heavy hitters. Hell yeah! Because all those songs he's all, done. Yeah, yeah, bring everybody who's done a song of his. Yeah, they don't have to worry about bringing you 2 and uh, that uh, goofy guy with the hat dancing and singing. What's his name? Pharrell? Not Michael Jackson. Farrell? Will sure. Pharrell? Pharrell? Yeah. Because I'm happy! 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 Yeah, um, something about a room happy. without a roof. All the rooms don't have roofs. They have ceilings. I'm happy. And who's, who's the guy that was on there this year that ripped off James Brown? Guys, I'm happy. What was that uh, guy's name? Who was on Prince? this year? No. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Took, All the songs sounded like James Brown ripoffs. Bruno Mars? Bruno, Bruno Mars. Mars. Yeah, that guy. Oh. Uh, I do have the Harlem Globetrotters answer. Uh, they now play the country. That's all they play. That's the, the country. So they don't play within the U.S. Doesn't. then? No, they do, but it's like they play the United States. That's what it looks oh. like they play. Oh, is there a United National team? Maybe a team <laughs> out of Washington? Maybe called the Generals? <laughs> <laughs> Formerly uh, known as the Generals? Yeah. yeah. Like the Olympic team? Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> team US. They play the, the Olympic team made out of NBA players. I don't even know who they play. They play, like, they, they play former U.S. basketball <laughs> Olympians from the 60s. <laughs> or our, our Olympic team is now the Globetrotters. Yes. Or the 172. If they beat the other one in the yeah. trials. Or the 172 team that lost to the Soviets, whatever, in that goofy oh, gold medal the game. Bad call, the, the, oh, the bad call and the phantom foul. Yeah. <laughs> Their punishment for life is playing the globe drives. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. Cause hey, whatever ridiculous. you got to do to put food on the table, man. All right. It looks like Doug said something else here. No, that's Not it. Not on yours? Oh, mine. Go ahead. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Intern screwed up again. Uh, he asks, 
How well do you think TMNT does this week? The Turtles movie. I know what TMNT means. I'm going 55 million. Now, X-Men did, what, 70-ish million, I think? I 80. 80 million? For the four-day weekend. Oh, okay. So, yeah, 55, 60, probably about right. I bet uh, $1. Go $2. Uh, Go $2. We'll be ahead of Blake. 61. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Dollars? Uh, no, 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 61 million. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, yeah, I, I, think it, I think it's going to go real well. So anything less than, uh, what was it, $55 million I win? Uh, are we allowed to go over? No. <laughs> this is Price is Right, bitch. <laughs> they played the World All-Stars as the Harlem Globetrotters. It, sure. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. World All-Stars. What's the record? 0-62? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, yeah. All right, so... Anyways, Bobby H. Bobby H. Bob throw good, good thought, thoughts your way. Uh, Bobby H. just had some surgery or whatever, so we want to throw good thoughts his way. Yeah. Apparently things are looking good, so we're happy about that. So I think he uh, got a so, lobotomy, so now he's a conservative. Stop oh, it. Oh, wow. Stop it. So you're saying the only way to be a conservative is to get brain damage? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Remove a chunk of your brain. <laughs> the frontal lobe. That's down the hall. <laughs> down the hall. Down the hall. Hey, humor, comedy is the best mm. medicine, Bobby. You know that. Unless mm. Trump's your president or Clinton. Unless Trump, <laughs> Trump or Clinton, then you just, yeah, just end it. All right. So uh, are you more excited for Thor, Fraggle Rock? Mm-hmm. With the new casting news? Do you know what the new casting news is? I'm not sure what the new casting news is. I know I saw a thing of just a whole bunch of people that are going to be in it. Maybe he's talking Mark Ruffalo. No, I don't it. think that's the new casting news. Is going to be a Muppet news. version of Thor? <laughs> no. With Fraggle Rock? That's what Jason calls it. Oh. It's it's Ragnarok, oh, but Ragnarok. Jason's too stupid to know what Ragnarok is. Scab Jeff, you would appreciate you know, because, Ragnarok. Because he never you? played Dungeons and & Dragons and doesn't know the Norse pantheon. Exactly. I did kind of think Fraggle Rock was funny. Thank you. But, uh, but I'm afraid to agree with you because <laughs> I'd be outnumbered. You're sandwiched well, between Jeff and me. I admit it was funny the Rock. first time he said it, but he said it, oh, what, about every time the movie comes up, he says the Fraggle Rock joke, and it's kind of lost some steam. I just say it now because that's why I call it now. It's not a joke. <laughs> And what have I ever beaten a dead horse into the ground? Good Some point. people just want to watch one burn. <laughs> uh, so. Some people just want to beat a dead horse into the ground. Uh, 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 moving on. Um, moving, moving although on. the new casting news I heard was there's a chance Jamie Alexander might not be in it. No. They, they released something. She's Sif. Is that that one guy who's uh, Her. Loki because he's going to be James Bond now or something? No, that's Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. He's in it. Yeah, whatever. Loki Bond. Uh, the Harlem Globetrotters, they replaced their <laughs> opponent's <laughs> basketball with a helium-filled balloon to stand on the rim and kicking the opponent's shot away. Uh, the World All-Stars coach called foul, citing a rule book that had some of the Globetrotters kicked out of the game by the fourth quarter. What? They kicked Globetrotters out of the game for cheating? The last second slam dunk let them win 64-62. to 62. Are Flight Time and Big Easy still on the Globetrotters? What's that? Said are Flight Time and Big Easy still on no the Globetrotters? They represented the Harlem Globetrotters yeah. on the, uh, uh, what do you call that? Scooby-Doo. Amazing Race. Amazing Race. Uh, really? The Globetrotters were actually won- winning 64-52, to 52, but the All-Stars coach was fixing the scoreboard and the fans were booing and then no one saw it. 
So he gave them tennis points. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst. Why are you going to the globe? And Andy was twirling his mustache while doing it. Three points. And he wears all black with a big black top hat. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I got your globe trotters. Why does this feel like a Sony movie? <laughs> <laughs> they go to video. He's got a globe trotter tied up to a rain, you know, railroad track. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> here's your metal like lemon. <laughs> <laughs> He's retired. I know. It's easy to get. You'll be next, Curly Neal. <laughs> hey, do you think it's Globetrotters Hall of Fame? Uh, I don't know. It is in Harlem. We're talking it way too be. much about Harlem. <laughs> this is why I'm never on the show These anyway. I make a joke at the very beginning about Globetrotters. <laughs> and the rest of the show, we're looking up stuff about the Globetrotters. It's your fault we're on this tangent. The Globetrotters have not had this much good PR in decades. <laughs> Yeah, but I want to know, is there a Hall of Fame and is it in Harlem? Oh, I want to know. And is Metal Lark Lemon still alive? Can you look that up next? He's dead. Oh, shit. I think, yeah, I, <laughs> I actually think, doubter? didn't he just die like last year? I think I remember news of his passing. Was it from scurvy? <laughs> no, because he had lemon. He did not catch scurvy. <laughs> oh. Fell from a ladder <laughs> during the game. Trying to yeah. trying to shoot a basketball. The confetti, the, the confetti basketball blew up. Gave him a heart attack. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> he always wanted to go out that way. The World All Stars is their new nemesis. The new nemesis. All nemesis. Right. So basically, that's like a scab. Washington General. Yes. Yes. Hey, <laughs> wait a minute. They're bringing in world all-stars, so they're bringing in foreign basketball players to pay them cheaper to do the same job as the Washington Generals. And this way they don't have a loss to them. That's right. They're still they, they still had that blemish on their record, that one loss to the Generals. They're still undefeated, I see. Or is it just a whole thing about American imperialism? Uh, the guys from... Uh... Amazing Race are not on the, sh- the thing anymore. Uh, okay, moving on. Let's go. All right, so from... Uh, IDKS at IDKSWJB. Mm-hmm. Does anybody know what that is? Uh, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. Okay. The I Don't Know Shit podcast? That might be. <laughs> That's what I would guess IDKS stands for. <laughs> All right, IDKS, thanks for listening and sending in your questions. I Don't Know Shit question. with JB, whoever JB is. Me. Jason, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> are you sending your own shit in? <laughs> I started a new podcast. <laughs> Anyways, uh, IDKS, uh, thank you, folks. Says uh, X Men pulling in over 100 million over the weekend. Opinions. Well, we kind of talked about it real quick. We, we did, we did. Um, but give your official one sentence opinion right now. Meh. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Okay, that's my Scab Jeff. The superhero movies still seem to be going strong. There you have it. Okay. All right, <laughs> moving on from the Dit Man. Yes, Metal Arc Lemon died December 27th of last year, so <laughs> less than six months ago. I'll tell you one thing. For the two people that are Harlem Globetrotters oh. fans, this is their episode. <laughs> this is it. Metal Arc Lemon probably died about the same day as Lemmy. No. Lemon and Lemmy died You never saw them days in the same spot other. either. Oh, you never did. I wonder mm. if they're the same people. Hmm. Or Jack Lemon. <laughs> 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 Jack Lemon, Globetrotter. Okay, I'm going to look for a picture to see if there's Metal Arc Lemon and Jack Lemon in the same picture. If you get them where they're eating lemon heads, that'd even be better. 
Did I say Ditman? Yes, you did. It's yes, I did. Thank you. Ditman's like, yeah, they said my name. And they're like, hey, you know, he's got to wait because, you know, we're joking about Harlem still, Globetrotters. All right, so Ditman, here you go. Uh, your first listener feedback in a while. Is it too soon to start thinking forward on the Marvel Universe? Is it me or is it a way more interesting future than whatever is in the Batman DC Universe? I, I apologize. I know you've probably talked Civil War and mm-hmm. Batman versus Superman to death. But now did we're you going like, to. Oh, no. Did you yeah. like Civil War? Yes, I liked it. Did you? Did you? I thought it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. What? Awesome. I liked most. I, I I think I like every other movie in the Marvel universe, but this one was wow. horrible. I thought. I thought it was. There was absolutely no character. It like maybe if it was the season finale of a TV series, mm-hmm. and all <laughs> the other ones were part of it, then maybe I could see it being okay. Uh, but I thought Batman vs. Superman was way, way better. Oh, than... you're killing me. Wow. I didn't Woo! think that would ever come on same, this program. The, the, sa- the same theme where are they, uh, is the super, or are the people with superpowers too powerful? And how Civil War showed it was Scarlet Witch threw an exploding guy and it killed some <laughs> yes. people that you don't really see them kill. But I think one of the, the, Definitely the best scene in Batman versus Superman, and uh, one of the the best in, or uh, it was a very good scene in Batman versus Superman at the very beginning, where he's Bruce Wayne is riding his car into the city, and there's whatever is going on with Superman in the distance. You don't even see him; you just see something flying yeah. up there, and then just the building collapse. The, the building collapses, just collateral damage that you didn't like. I'm guessing that happened at the end of Man of Steel. Yes. Yeah, that's how yes. Man of Steel ended. Uh, but I, you don't you don't see that in Man of Steel, and you don't think about that, and that's that just so better defined the entire theme that both of them were trying to tackle in a much better way. But Civil War was talking about all the battles were having collateral damage throughout all the Marvel Universe movies. Uh, yeah, but I don't think they did it well. I think they just kept. Do you didn't see that news? There. You didn't hear that news report where they discussed the different battles they had? <laughs> I mean, why, why? Why? You don't have to repeat them over and over again. A news report told us what happened. How do we move forward with the storyline? News report. <laughs> I, and I, this I loved did. every second that Ant Man was on the screen, but. He kind of came. He came out of nowhere, and if you hadn't seen, excuse me, if you hadn't seen the Ant Man movie, he would make no sense. Uh, Ant Man was kind of interesting because it was kind of like how Falcon came out of nowhere in the Ant Man movie. Like Ant Man shows up, <sighs> and you're like, "Why is Falcon here?" Because we needed to connect the him I to the know, universe. But... <laughs> no. And I and I fucking hate Vision. I don't know why. I'm not a big Vision he, fan he just, either. He just pissing me off whenever he's on screen. <laughs> I think it was his sweater. The sweater, oh, the sweater pissed me off. But like, really, you're wearing a sweater? You got a cool-ass cape and you're wearing a fucking sweater? <laughs> it's cold out there sometimes. He doesn't feel cold. He's an android. And he was inside. <laughs> but Winter Soldier was so pathetic during oh. the entire thing. Oh. All whiny and pathetic and pliable <laughs> whiny to and everybody. pathetic? What about... Bruce Wayne and Batman v Superman. Oh, I'm angry. Uh, I hate you. Uh. <laughs> he didn't do that. <laughs> yes, he did. That was like 
the extent of his acting range in that movie. Uh, oh, I'm mad. How dare you, Superman? Uh, I hate you. Uh, Jeff, my parents are dead. Uh. Jeff Now's Bruce Wayne impression. Uh, sponsored <laughs> That's by, not how it was presented. Presented by MTV. Exactly I thought the downfalls of Batman versus Superman were Wonder Woman came out of nowhere and had no... That was the best part of Batman versus <laughs> Superman. She came out if it of wasn't nowhere, for Wonder had... Woman, it would have been the most worthless movie ever uh, made. She was there for eye candy. No backstory, no character. She seemed. Well, she will when they come out with the Wonder Woman movie. That's the best part about. I mean, seriously, do you need to know what happened? Because you're getting it from the perspective of Batman and Superman. I thought it would have been better if there was absolutely no. They tried to write a backstory of her meeting Bruce Wayne at the the party or whatnot. If she just popped out of nowhere, because that's how superheroes work. There's danger to be had. Boom, I'm here. Aren't you didn't call me, but I'm here to help. Aren't you the same person that complained about lack of backstory in The Passion of the Christ for Jesus Christ? <laughs> That's why I'm complaining about lack of backstory for Wonder Woman. And same thing. You and, obviously didn't read the book. <laughs> and I thought Lex Luthor was terrible. And his plan, oh, he was. He was. Oh, and his plan was... Was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> like, how is this a plan? Wait Let's a minute. Wake up this doomsday guy so that he destroys the world. Ha ha ha. And, <laughs> and yeah, in the meantime, I'll take it over. And yeah. while we're doing that, we're also going to change the scoreboard in the Globetrotters game. <laughs> <laughs> You're pure evil. <laughs> No, Lex Luthor would change the scoreboard in the in the Globetrotters game, but this guy didn't. This guy destroyed the scoreboard. Ha, you don't know what the score is. Yeah. Well, that's that, not what Lex Luthor would do. That is a good example. Best, best review of that movie so far. <laughs> <laughs> Although I saw I saw the guys uh, Chris over three six five said he thinks Lex Luthor was one of the strongest parts of the movie. After watching it again, I had mm-hmm. to comment on saying, "said If you think Lex Luthor is one of the strongest parts of the movie, then you agree it's a shit movie." <laughs> I'm sorry, shite movie. Shite, shite. It's so shite. you didn't like that scene at the beginning where no. Bruce Wayne's going into the city or Metropolis is being destroyed? The movie got actually exponentially did. bad. That was the best part. I'll give you that was the best best part. But it peaked. (laughs) But I mean, well, okay, I saw Man of Steel where he destroyed a city, a couple cities already. So, yeah, I got used to it. And I don't know. I just got that angsty. I'm mean. I'm angry. Was Superman this dark in Man of Steel? I don't remember. Yeah, Yeah, he was a little brooding. I'm getting a gun now. Give me the Batman. I mean, I do say I liked the scene where they like blew up the the Congress congressional hearings or something. That was fun. Well, I I didn't like Civil War though. I thought that the even the bad guy, the main bad guy's Baron master Zemo. plan was as good as Lex Luthor's master plan. <laughs> well, I will say the Baron Zemo plan was like the usual suspects plan. Everything had to work out perfectly yeah. for it to be a <laughs> good plan. plan to work out perfectly. People have to do what I expect them to do, and the but dog they ha- might not do. The dog has to bark exactly at seven fifty-eight p.m. Kind of like uh, the Joker in the Dark Knight. Yes. Yes. Everything he has to a... happen exactly as it happens for him. Right? Yeah, but the Joker in the Dark Knight wouldn't care if it didn't. He'd be that's like, true. oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> it's chaos. Yeah, that didn't Woo! work at all. Yeah, that's when right. he was hit the button on his remote <laughs> that it didn't blow up. <laughs> uh, so, yes, Tim, I'm looking forward to the Marvel Universe future. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, I'm concerned about the Marvel Universe future, and I'm looking forward to the DC Universe. Uh, uh, never ask us a question again, Dent Man. <laughs> 
Go to the Randall Holt one. We'll talk about uh, the next uh, next yeah, episode. Right. One Randall later. Holt, not related to Bob Holt. No. But he is J. Holt 666. Not evil. He's not just evil. handled that way. That's right. Dana Carvey has a new show, Impressions USA. Which episode are you appearing on? I'm assuming he's asking yes, you, asking Jason. Me. Uh, oh, no, I, I, didn't even get the, I didn't even get the sentence out. And Jason's like, yeah, he's asking about me. Of course he's asking me. Of course, of course he's asking, asking about asking. me. Anyways, <laughs> uh, well, I am a good impressionist. Um, I do appreciate that, <laughs> to Randall Holt. Um, send your complaints to Blake at Graphic Novice. Uh, Kevin Chris from 365 Flux Podcast actually crown me the hobie impression of the year the he floppy. did win a floppy for best yes. impression uh, by default yeah, but thank right. you chris and the, the floppy is our annual awards yes named uh, after a floppy penis penis uh, for actress elba <laughs> so i don't penis, floppy penis 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 so penis. i will be uh saying uh this in british um i think that's what they speak over there uh, the Queen's English. Cherry on, cherry good time. Uh, I will be appearing on episode number nine of the Impressions show with uh, Dana Carvey. Yes, I will. Uh, give me a potato. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm, I'm, thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Sam. Thank I'm, you. If I'm sitting in the audience on episode nine of Impression <laughs> USA, I'm trying to figure out what the impression was. It was a British guy. <laughs> See, he got it. Sounds like, sounds like Eddie Izzard being played back at half the speed while on, on while on uh, quaaludes. Ludes, yeah, quaaludes. <laughs> of him doing an impression of a man from Louisiana. I do love the Danishes. Oh God, yes. Sir. Anyways, Doctor Number One and Doctor Number One says, uh, "Sits in Ohio, it's in Ohio this year, Cleveland to be exact." Will uh, Bad Ideas Podcast be podcasting from the Republican National Convention? And he says, Hobie for Trump. I said, no, we're for nobody. We're for chaos. chaos. None of the above. Actually, I, I wouldn't go there because the you know those liberals are oh, uh, violent people. Be a riot. They're violent protesters. They are violent people. They're, they're violent, and the people, then the uh, Trump people who will be anti-protesters are going to try to out-protest the protesters. Yeah. It's going to get ugly. It's going to be now. There that will Cleveland's be violence prepared. in Cleveland this summer. I mean, if the Cavs and win, Lex Luthor will stand there <laughs> yeah, <Lex Luthor>. <laughs> <laughs> and Joker while he's blowing up the scoreboard. And apocalypse. <laughs> All those evil guys. No, actually, if if the Cavaliers win, I expect rioting in Cleveland, but it's not going to be at this level. <laughs> well, so they're going to burn a lake. <laughs> they did that one. <laughs> no, a river. Can someone yeah. explain to me? Straight, man. Someone explain to me. Yeah, but the, if they, the they're going to top it. They're going to burn the lake. <laughs> Screw the river. Screw the river. We're going for the lake. Who knew moving to Flint, Michigan would be so appetizing now after this? <laughs> Are you but, kidding? That's the water they're getting to set on fire <laughs> for the lake. Good point. Can someone though explain to me why you riot and have violence after your team wins? I don't, I, I don't understood get it. that. It, it makes no sense to um, me. Wouldn't you like just be a happy person? I'm so like, happy. I want to hurt things. I want to like like destroy people's personal property, yeah. like their cars that they spend thousands of dollars running outside, on. Outside, running around, like I mean, I understand burning your shitty sofa as long as it's your shitty sofa. <laughs> In your yard. Yes. I understand that, but you know, going sitting on somebody's car on fire or hopping and jumping up and down on it. I don't or tearing down your city. 
I never understood that for, concept. For over victory. I mean, it's not even you lost. You were angry and exactly. You're supposed, you to be, you're supposed to be a happy. You won. Time. You're supposed to go woohoo. Everybody's no, supposed to give hug me each a, other. Give me some champagne. Exactly. Hug, hug. Hugs and make, make high love. fives. It should be a big orgy, not a big bonfire. Exactly. You should be having sex in the back of those cars <laughs> while they're on top fire. of them. Make you're own, not stomping on them. Make your own fire. Them. That's right. There's your feedback uh, <laughs> of the week. <laughs> Um, we're going straight to the news of the geek. <laughs> it's time for another installment of the news of the geek. Uh, True Detective is being rumored uh, that it might not be returning for another season, season no. three. Well, hasn't it been rumored since season uh, two uh, premiered? Yeah. In November, HBO signed a new deal with Nick. Pizzolatto. Pizzolatto. Thank you. Series creator and writer, and under this new contract, which lasts until 2018, HBO would consider a handful of projects from him, including another season of True Detective. Uh, it was It's not a sure thing, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, it appears even less likely now, uh, because the new head of programming for HBC, uh, HBO, Casey Bloys, uh, mentioned that the future of True, Det- True Detective is, is is in his hands. <laughs> there you go. It's all about arch nemesis this week. Evil. That's right. Um, he said uh, that he suggested that Bloys and Pizzolatto, Pizzolatto, whatever, will possibly pursue a new project instead of another season of the crime series. Uh, the former head of HBO's program, Michael Lombardo, took the blame for season two, saying that he became too much of a network executive placing an unfair amount of pressure on him, on the writer. On Pizzolatto. Yep, to deliver such a short turnaround. He had far less time to write the second season. At least he admitted it, so I, good for him. I agree. The first, the second season, it felt rushed. It felt like they had to go do too much to go over the top to top the first season, uh, you know, with McConaughey and, and uh, Woody. So that, you know, in order doing it, it got too convoluted. The plot got too complicated. He had too many main characters. He just had too much going on because he probably, you know, exactly as he was said, you know, Lombardo probably said, hey, you need to do this now. You need to do it better. And so Pizza Lot was like, ah, and he went and basically created a rushed piece POS. Like if he was given time, it might have actually been a better product and less convoluted and would have said, hey, you know what? I got too many storylines in here. Let's dumb it down, simplify it, and just focus on that and make it that good. What I do like about this bit of news here, because I'm a fan of Pizzolatto, is uh, they're giving them to 2018. So basically, they're saying, well, they do these couple other projects, but I guarantee you that he's probably got, they're going to give him ample time to do a True Detective Season 3 and make it worthwhile. I think that's the same thing. I think he's going to do a couple different things and then mm-hmm. come back with season three. Mm-hmm. Uh, his original idea from what was rumored was he was going to do four seasons and they all connected, mm-hmm. <clears throat> pardon me, to the cult. Yeah. And then they're not they're not all going to be like major storylines connected. It's just, you know, throughout the country, these things are going to be connected. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so we'll see what happens with HBO and True Detective. Uh, speaking of show ideas. Oh, cracked. this is great. Crack.com. Great site. Uh, no, they're not paying for us. Uh, I wish. Uh, they had a six failed TV shows you didn't know. The, the most insane TV show ideas ever filmed. That you won't believe actually existed. So it is actually hilarious. When, when I came across this, I started laughing my ass off because it's true and it's unbelievably insane. Uh, so go to Crack.com and you'll see us. 
Scab Jeff, you have not heard, seen this article yet. I have not. Okay, let me give you some good ones here. You ready? <laughs> Kanye West tried to do an HBO sitcom where he is the mogul uh, for and creator of a, a hip-hop puppet show. And in it, there's a puppet like a Barry White puppet, and he tries to get it on with Kim Kardashian, and she, ag- she agrees to go with it and has sex with him. And you're exposed to a black puppet penis in yes. the show. <laughs> uh, you're also... He, uh, Kanye West pitched it as a Curb Your Enthusiasm type show with himself creating a hip-hop puppet show. Yes. Uh, he said that he was be funny. Uh, they said one so of those jokes... So is this like entirely puppets or there is this like the Muppets or... There's p- people, real humans and puppets. So the actual Kim, whose last name we is not allowed to be yes, named on this show. Yes, you said her name. I apologize. I apologize. Say it. I apologize. Is her, her, she would be in it real life, not a puppet of her. Oh, Correct. she was in it. There's yeah. a scene. In She's it. dressed you as Princess Leia. She's a scene. She's Slave in a Leia. Leia outfit with her fat ass in there getting <sighs> propositioned by a puppet bear. To have sex. There you go. Oh, my Lord. Uh, Here's the best part. Uh, One of the jokes uh, is Kanye West making, uh, meeting a -a Make-A-Wish child and ends up sending the following message to others like him. Yo, what up to all the dying kids? I know you're all my dogs. And you you know, all dogs go to heaven. (laughs) That was a joke? That was the joke. joke. (laughs) Yes. That was worse than the joke on South Park that Kanye West didn't get. <laughs> yes. About if you like fish sticks, you must be a gay fish. Yes. <laughs> that was the joke. They said it was like one of the reviews said it's like they got awkward. They got the awkward part of Curb Your Enthusiasm right, but forgot but the comedy. <laughs> <laughs> what's, even, what's even worse is the uh, the teenage soap opera with a young Nicolas Cage. And a Crispin Glover. And a Crispin Glover. That's on the list. Yes. A teen musical show. Here you go. There's young Nicolas Cage. (laughs) (laughs) And they said it would be like about teenage life. This was in the early 80s. It's teenage life. It's teenage life. Yeah, pretty much that's it. time about it. They'd have normal conversation and for no reason at all would just start breaking out into dance and song. It was a we, pilot called The Best uh, Sorry, uh, the best of Times in 1981. Because it's uh, the made. best of times on TV. There's uh, young Nicolas Cage. Whoa. Young Nicolas Cage. He's, a, he's actually a weightlifting... You understand that the listeners can't see yeah. that. Yeah, right? no, 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 <laughs> go to the website guys. while you're listening. Pause. <laughs> go to the website where you're looking. Go to crack.com. Uh, okay, most those of you following TV along, picture three ever. now. We're talking about picture three. Exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you guys. <laughs> but it's like Nick Cage is a weightlifter beach dude. And he ends the episode freaking out about being drafted to go to war in El Salvador. Because it's teenage life. I might have to fight in El Salvador, and my acne is breaking out. Teenage life, teenage life. No, I would trademark that <laughs> shit. There you go. <laughs> TM. You, you gotta, you gotta cut that out and put it at the end after the end credits. <laughs> uh, there's another one based on Psycho. Uh, it was a 1980s TV pilot called, um, yeah, sorry, sorry, Psycho. Uh, basically, it didn't star Norman Bates though. It starred his. Ex-cellmate, Alex. Alex Bates? No, oh. just Alex. Just Alex. <laughs> Norman Bates died, and it leaves this, uh, what do you call it, the hotel to Alex. Alex learns that it's haunted, not by people that were killed there, just by ghosts. Other ghosts. <laughs> just <laughs> and ghosts. my cellmate, this guy, <laughs> who killed people in the hotel, 
he dies, he leaves it to me, and I'm going to go there and run it. And he said the first episode in the pilot, uh, the, the uh, cellmate is having trouble learning how to do a drive through at a fast food restaurant, and he's struggling to get a, a loan from the bank. Wait. <laughs> A drive-thru? Do you mean like he's supposed to shoot the person? And no, he's no, he's at the fast food restaurant he in the drive-thru and he doesn't understand how the drive-thru so this works. Is a, he's ordering. He, he, so this is a comedy based on Psycho? Yes! <laughs> Essentially. And here's the best part. So, these he, he, teenagers, so he doesn't know how to speak to a... I guess he's been in jail too I've long. I've been in jail so long, I don't know how to give an order. <laughs> For a drive-thru, exactly. The how best part is, these teenagers get a hotel room and one of them attempts to commit suicide... And the other ghost... It's a comedy! No, it gets better. The other ghost that weren't related to Norman Bates or anybody talks her out of it. Then there's a (laughs) subplot that they think that Norman Bates' mother is a ghost in a skeleton mask. And they find out it was the banker that wouldn't give Alex the loan. So they said it was like Scooby-Doo mixed with a cheery comedy psycho. Do you have any pictures? Yeah, shut up. <laughs> you know what? I almost gave you that one. <laughs> and they uh, actually filmed a pilot of oh, this? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is the scariest what was it called? one. What was that one called? Psycho. It oh, was, it was called yeah, Psycho? Yeah. Wow. Psycho, uh, the teen years. Yeah. <laughs> it's the teenage life. Teenage life. Back in, the, in 1990, <sighs> Dog Police was a proof of concept series pitch based on an amateur 80s music video uh, that became popular Basically, it was Adam Sandler starring in it with dogs dressed as like dressed in trench coats and all that, and the dogs were the detectives, and they would talk. Yeah, this one sounds vaguely. They familiar. all sound like Bo- Humphrey Bogart. It was called the Dog Police, and I am going to show one more picture because this might be the creepiest picture I've ever seen in my life. Holy crap! <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> explain it. You, you, you may be able to grab it and put it on the, the back. Oh, I'm going to the back. <laughs> it is that scary will haunt my dreams tonight. <laughs> it's a basset. It's the three dog detectives. One's a basset hat with a, a top hat, fedora, fedora, fedora. Yeah. They almost look like they have human faces, yes. don't they? Yes. Do they have human faces? No. <laughs> There's a German shepherd with a bow tie and a trench coat, but he looks like he's getting a blowjob or something. I don't know what. And then there's another one with a cocker spaniel that looks like a female. Like, it just looks weird. And she has the long hat on. Uh, there were psychic alien dogs that solve crimes. Psychic How can alien you go wrong dogs. with that premise? But instead of doing it as a comedy, they Did you actually see the picture. <laughs> but instead of doing it as a comedy, they actually played it straight. It was a drama. No, they played it straight, but the, the, you get the joke. You hope. Yeah. Well, I never made it beyond the pilot, so obviously nobody. Got I want to see this pilot. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, one's going through a painful divorce. One of the dogs. <laughs> Uh, oh, with, a hu- with a human or with another dog? I don't know. Jeremy Piven was a beat cop, and Adam Sandler was a ruffian. Yes, it says ruffian. Ruffian? Yes. So um, was he the same uh, character he played on uh, 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 Cosby Show? No. Oh. I don't know that one. He was Theo's friend on the oh. Cosby Show. Who... <laughs> Did he give uh, date rape drugs to the hey, uh, He might have been uh, Cliff another Steeler. one. That's that's that. It's that one. Was that the gig he uh, got out of uh, MTV's remote control? 
<laughs> That's what he got out of remote control. Uh, Dog Police never actually made it to air, but the animal-based sitcom Cows actually shot a few episodes that were never aired. It was written by uh, Eddie Izzard. Back to Eddie Izzard. Oh, shit. And it was a, a straight-up sitcom that took place in an alternate universe where cows lived amongst us as, like, humans. So were there no hamburgers? No. And they were... Oh, this is a... Horror, horror That's story. A horrible story. <laughs> There's no hamburgers in this world. Uh, I did like the one. Uh, Where's Rodney? Uh, that was about a teenage boy who got superpowers, and his superpower was uh, uh, was transporting Rodney Dangerfield from anywhere he's at to right to him <laughs> to, to help him out with the problem. Yeah. <laughs> help him out with his teenage angst. <laughs> oh, I'm so angry. I wish I had somebody to help me through this. Boop. Oh, hey, what am I doing here? I get no respect. Oh, hey, I was with Doctor Vinnie Boomba. <laughs> they said the reason was it was only Rodney Dangerfield had to film for like a couple hours a week for four to five minutes per episode, so it was an easy gig for him. It was called "Where's Rodney." I like that idea. And they said in the pilot episode, Rodney would disappear from this date that he was on, and the date never even noticed that he vanished because she was looking somewhere else. Did she so, ever notice he was there, you mean? I don't know. <laughs> so, or did time stop when Rodney nope, came? Nope, he just disappeared. He and gets then, no respect. Yeah, no, well, what no. better teenage advisor than Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> <laughs> this was probably done, what, right after back to school or something? Uh, it was 80s, early 80s, probably after Caddyshack-ish. Uh, yeah. And then the best one... Pre back, uh, pre back to school, juiced, starring O.J. Simpson in a prank show. I remember yeah. this. <laughs> this is funny. They made the pilot, and he would like one of the. It was like a candid camera. One of them, he's a car salesman trying to sell a used white Bronco with a dead body in it. With this a dead was body after in it. the yes. murders. Yes. yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh yes. my god. Here's the funny part. You can buy it on DVD. Oh, where's the proceeds go? Uh, well, now who knows? To OJ Cole Simpson fund. Nicole I would Simpson hope. Fund, yeah. In oh, 2006, OJ Simpson made a hidden camera TV show called Juice. Uh, no one ever picked it up on TV. <laughs> Go figure. Really? Uh, hidden cameras. Uh, let's see. They said he was never funny, so it was always awkward. Uh, but one of the episodes was he was just walking into a bar and he was try- he was ma- trying to make people uncomfortable. And he was hitting on a blonde woman. And they have a picture of it. Oh. Uh, let's see. He tried to sell uh, people That's a fucking... That's not nearly as bad as the other thing. He, a white he's Bronco. allowed to hit on white women. Or white-haired women. <laughs> uh, one of the <laughs> but things... he's not allowed to, to fake sell white Broncos with dead bodies in them. <laughs> yes. Uh, people that uh, were caught on the camera, like people that didn't know they were, they never got paid. They only got a, t- a juice t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That might be worth something. Uh, most incredible. I'm serious. If you had one of those original Juice t-shirts. It could be worth a lot of money. Oh, my God. I wonder uh, if Nicole Simpson got one of those. <laughs> she was Juice. <laughs> oh, God. Can uh, I edit that out? No, no, no. <laughs> most incredible was the show's comedic sidekicks behind the scenes stories, such as the fact that the uh, comedic sidekick got the job by responding to a Craigslist ad. Uh, let's see. <laughs> he also tells antidotes about, uh, uh, antidotes. 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 About OJ hitting on teenage girl and how the producer specifically told him not to bring up the whole murder thing around OJ. But yeah, you're doing a kiss skit where he's selling a white Bronco with a dead body in it. It's horrible. Oh. <sighs> 
Yeah. It's horrible. So, well, the good thing is the bar for truly tasteless has been set, and I have nowhere been near that yet. No, no. <laughs> um, let's see. He was also doing a drive through that he got all the orders wrong. And so he was kind of like the guy uh, uh, trying to figure out the drive through on the Psycho Show. Yes. So, so if you edited the Psycho Show drive through <laughs> and, and OJ drive through, it would be an interesting. You like- the Psycho Show show should have been called Juiced, and the OJ Show should have been called Psycho. I feel like that would have worked out better. And just to haunt your dreams, Jeff Moore, or Scab Jeff, uh, there's one uh, uh, skit where OJ dressed as a white man at a bingo hall uh, calling out the wrong numbers. That's what he looked like. <laughs> Still not as scary as the dog. I'm going to put this all on the He's website. scary as an old white man. But yes. Oh, my God. So, yeah, there you but go. But not nearly as tasteless as the white brown character. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, Juiced. You can buy it on DVD. I uh, don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> you have to now. Look <laughs> it up on Netflix. See if it's there. <laughs> uh, per the Associated <laughs> Press, Sam Menendez is... Sam Mendez. <laughs> Menendez. Sam Mendez. Isn't that the one, the twins that killed their parents, the brothers? Yeah. Isle, Isle and Larrick? Yes. Yeah, Do they have a reality show? <laughs> <laughs> Are they trying to sell, like, their house? Yeah, it's called Twins. Like, Adopt Adopt twins. Us. <laughs> Adopt us. <laughs> <laughs> we have no parents. We need adopted. <laughs> oh my god! He's finished the James Bond franchise. Uh, he did Skyfall and Spectre, and said Saturday he will not direct the next installment in the popular spy series. It was an incredible adventure, but I loved every second of it. Uh, but I think it's time for somebody else. Uh, so there you go. He is uh, stepping away. So Same time as Daniel Craig it's is. It's spiraling down. Spiraling down. The new Bond series coming out. Spiraling it's down. You lose, spiraling. Craig, you lose Daniel Craig. And they lose Bond all the time. And they lose Sam Mendes, who did a really good job for the past two Bond movies. We did, but you can't say the two previous Bond movies weren't bad. I mean, Casino Royale was a great one. It was okay. And I thought it was better but than... Uh, Skyfall and Spectre Skyfall got a lot of great. critical acclaim, though. Spectre, Spectre is okay. But yeah. I thought Casino Royale was better than Spectre. That was yeah. on this cable this week. That was a good movie. I watched, uh, started watching most Casino of it. Royale or Spectre? Yeah, Casino oh. Royale. So. Quantum of Solace was okay. Oh, I did not like that one. Uh, it was okay. Yeah. Do you guys watch Archer? No. Off and on, I've never actually... I've seen various episodes, yes. I do uh, like it when I do watch like it. He's like the super spy or whatever. Yes, yes. And he was... Uh, the other the other day, was, there was this episode, and he had the greatest line. He was just talking about, well, that was easier than I expected. And then he thought for a second, well, most things are. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty perfect for that whole for spy Archer, genre. Yeah. <laughs> most things are easier than I expect. Uh, Archer is pretty funny. Oh, I, Archer's I, hilarious. It's just... <laughs> Uh, the times when I would watch it, it's like when I'm at work and I'm only half paying attention to it, so I miss half of what's going on, so I don't like watching it then. Mm-hmm. And I never get around to it on my free time because I have to watch other things. So, there's your uh, News of the Geek. And uh, here are some quick promos from some of our friends uh, with other great podcasts. Put that coffee down. Calling all film fans, want to add a little more fun to your podcast diet? Well, why not listen to the 365 Flicks podcast? We're the lads from Smallville, UK. We love to bring you the latest news, our own special brand of meaningless movie nonsense, as well as a bunch of top fives you really won't care about. I'm Kev. I'm Chris. We're pissy. 
We're fanboys. We're having another beer. We are the 365 Flix Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, Podomatic, and many, many others. Also look for us on musingsofageek.com and wickedradionetwork.com. Sick of listening to all those overpaid movie critics? Then tune in to the 365 Flix Podcast, your vocal heroes of pissy opinion. Hey there, kids. Do you want to hear a show where a bunch of guys sit around in a comic book store and talk about comics and uh, lifestyle choices, uh, other goofy things and shenanigans they get up to? Then you When need... have we ever talked about comics? Usually it's people sitting on my lap and riding the struggle bus. That's true. It's mostly shenanigans. <laughs> uh, but occasionally we talk about comics. And if you like any of those things, comics, shenanigans, Devin's lap, then you need to check out Snake Oil Comics with uh, me, Travis, and uh, my beautiful co-host, Big Dev. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and snakeoilcomics.com. It's time for Box Office Bombs. All right, uh, the bombs at the box office this week. The new uh, new bomb added to the scrap heap. Alice through the Looking Glass in a four day holiday weekend managed to scrape out thirty five million. For a lot of films, that might be worthwhile, but uh, where is it? Their budget, yeah, budget of one hundred seventy million. I don't see them making that budget back. They said they were quite disappointed because they were expecting about fifty million for it, and uh, domestically. Yeah, the the first movie it says opened at one hundred and sixteen million in March. This is opening on a holiday weekend, Memorial Day weekend, and getting wow. I think it's trying to sell Johnny Depp. Well, we're getting to him. Is <laughs> oh, he is in he? there? Is he? <clears throat> yeah, he's in the buy sell. We're getting to it. <laughs> okay. Um, but. Yeah, uh, 30% Rotten Tomatoes, but, oh, Cinema Score of 8 minus. That's yeah. like a really good score. What well, the, the 18 hell? people that liked it. Oh, all right. Uh, well, International got $65 million in, but do you think it could even, could make its budget back? I think it might. And and that doesn't but. include the, uh, the, 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 what do you call it, uh, the advertising budget. No. Uh, I think this franchise is dead now. Well, it shouldn't have been a franchise. A one-off movie at best. I agree. And even that, the first one wasn't that good. I I agree. I don't think there's anywhere you can go now. No. Yeah, she went down the rabbit hole and through the looking glass. I think it. they're about done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. All right, number one this week, X-Men Apocalypse, $65 million. Uh, It's opening weekend on a $178 million budget. That might have a tough time getting its internet. It $115 million domestically. I mean, internationally. So it's made its money back. So it, it well, not quite, but Close. it will. Yeah, it probably will make its money back, and but it won't won't live up to Fox's high standards of uh, of Deadpool, which I saw is officially the number one rated R movie in cinema history, or yeah. the number one highest grossing. Uh, Alice through the Looking Glass, with its disappointing opening, was still number two. Uh, Angry Birds movie uh, fell to number three with nineteen million. Uh, total of sixty six point five million on seventy three million dollar budget. So essentially got its money back in after two weeks being out. So Angry Birds hearing great things about it surprisingly. 
As am I, but I'm still glad I don't have to watch it. You're not going to bring your kid to it? My parents wanted to bring my kid to it. I'm like, score! (laughs) (laughs) All right. Captain America, colon, Civil War, Jeff's favorite new movie, made another $15 million, a total of $375 million domestically on a budget of $250 million. Uh, Neighbors 2, colon, Sorority Rising, made, how it made $9 million, I don't know, <laughs> but it made another $9 million, a total of $38 million on a $35 million budget. So, it got its money back, but, wow. People, get better taste. Uh, upcoming, the week, starting, weekend starting June 3rd, we got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Here's colon, a half show. Out of the Shadows. Uh, pop star colon never stop never stopping oh that's the new andy samberg one yeah the lonely island guys it looks kind of funny yeah but i feel like it's going to get old after about 30 minutes oh yeah probably yeah i do like andy samberg he's awesome in brooklyn 99 oh yeah and me before you uh except after c no the woman falls in love with a paraplegic or i think he's paraplegic i'm not sure okay he's in a wheelchair in it so yeah so nobody's gonna see that moving on because <laughs> <laughs> damn it no one wants to see people in wheels no it's a love story nobody cares oh yeah sappy love story uh sounds by- pretty selfish me before you yeah yeah that does yeah sounds pretty awful mm-hmm. take a drink moving on uh buying sell this week uh we're looking at uh michael fassbender i'm buying for him well, you just like the size of his floppy. And he looked good in Assassin's Creed. He movie. did. Yeah, the movie the, looks good. The movie doesn't look too bad. Normally, yeah. normally based off movies based off of the uh, video game, video games or whatever, where they try to look like the video games, tends to end up looking like crap. That one looked pretty good. I liked it. I didn't like the trailer for really? Assassin's Creed. No. You know what, Scab Jeff? This <laughs> is why you don't come <laughs> on. <laughs> it looked like it was an action movie, and that's no. The opposite they of had what... to show that just to tease it. I, I, I just wait till he becomes a pirate. Arg, matey. And I really didn't like the uh, what's it called? The machine that they get hooked up. Yeah, to. when he's uh, doing the fighting. But the machine and... looked cute. It looked like something out of the Matrix. Yeah. Was it the Matrix? Yeah. Matrix is hooked up to machines. The whole movie was about machines. Yeah, but they weren't like moving and fighting with no, the machines. It looked like Avatar. Avatar. He took the blue pill. Oh yeah, I did. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he explained that shit to me, and I'm like, why would I? Wait, no. Viagra. <laughs> yes. No. Hmm. Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah. Uh, buyers. So, uh, anybody else buying or selling? Uh, sure, I'll buy me some Fastbender. I'll yeah. buy them. Yeah, we're all buying Fastbender. All right, uh, buying or selling, uh, Mr. James McAvoy. Professor X. I'll sell. I don't feel like he has much else. Oh, oh who man. Is, who is he? The Professor X. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy because okay. McAvoy is a pretty cool sounding name. It is a cool name. He, cool he, name. he was in the that. The name sounds like a star. That uh, that bullet bending movie, that was great. Mm, no. Oh, Matrix? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one with Angelina Wanted. Jolie. Wanted. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah. He was in that. Uh, he was in, uh, wasn't he in uh, I'm that one already. sappy love story? I'm uh, no. <laughs> Um, I, I think actually McAvoy will actually have a good career. Okay, so after, you're buying? I'm buying. After, I'm after, after Professor X, I think he's going to actually do better than See? the X-Men Scam movies. Scam is why you're on the show. We agree. <laughs> it just seems like too long a period in between his his movies. And usually if they become big, it's like 
movie after movie after movie, it seems like there's a point in time where everything therein, and I think that Mr. McAvoy has missed his missed his window. window. Oh, okay. I hope you're wrong because I'm buying McAvoy stock today. And next, well, you can buy mine. I'm going to be rich. Uh, and Johnny Depp. Are you Sell. buying or selling Johnny Depp? It depends. Is Mordecai the sequel coming out soon? Oh, God, I hope not. No. Well, when was the la- what was the last good movie that Johnny Depp was in? Pirates of the Caribbean 7. I was going to say 1. 1. <laughs> one. Uh, he was in uh, Lone Ranger, which actually I heard got really like unfair reviews. They said mm. it was not great. But they said it wasn't horrible. His role was funny. Yeah. I was didn't good. see it because it didn't look good. And I love The Lone Ranger. The I movie haven't seen it, though. Bad. Well, if you love The Lone Ranger, you probably don't want to see it because it should have been called Tonto, from what I understand. Yeah. No, it, it was bad. The movie was bad, but his role was semi-good, funny at times. Well, so nobody knows character it. development? Rango. Exactly. No background. <laughs> Rango, no the cartoon background. lizard. Rango. Oh. That, that got good reviews. That was probably his last good one. Uh yeah, cartoon lizard. Mordecai. So I'm selling. Oh, so we're all selling, right? But he's going to be in Yoga Hoosers. Yep. So I'm selling. <laughs> yoga Hoosers. E. Okay. So the, there's your buy sell. There you go. Let's do some top five. Since I don't see any ambulance chasing lawyers around, the mu- music must mean top five. Top five. Uh, top five tonight are favorite film comedies that were released before the year 1980. This is a lot easier than I before thought. Before the year 1980. Yeah, not the year 1980. Before 1980. So take out your Blues Brothers. Take out your uh, Caddyshacks and your Airplanes. Because yeah. those are all 1980. And your private Benjamins and your 9 to 5. Working 9 to 5. I knew I'd get Pour that out of Pour myself a cup of coffee. Pour myself a cup of ambition. Not only does he not have the two, now he's getting the words wrong. <laughs> no. um, and yeah, that's the thing. For me, I think everything on this list, all my honorable mentions included, only one film didn't come from the 70s. Because apparently, I don't think things that happened early were funny, or I didn't I actually. Like that. I was looking there. Some I only had one. From, Your Google search didn't go back far enough. I had one from the sixties. Uh, I had a lot from the nineteen thirties because that was a fun time in America. Yeah, that's the Mark Jack Brothers. Lemon. That's right. Uh, Jack Lemmon's not that old. <laughs> I've seen some of those movies, but I'm like, you know what? Uh, if I saw it. On the TV guide, and I was looking for something to watch. Would I stop and watch? That's it? what I, I was yeah. like. No, I, I won't. Yeah, you know that's kind of what I thought. I'm like, okay, which of these? And to rank them, I'm like, well, which one would I stop and watch over the others? Exactly. So some of the ones that are probably the more popular ones kind of fell down on my list. I was a little mm-hmm. surprised when I made it. Scab Jeff, what's your number five? My number five, just to knock everybody else's out because he has Get like five for, for all of it. Good. <laughs> I went with. Young Frankenstein. Not on my list. 
Mm-hmm. I was going to say all Mel Brooks films. <laughs> <laughs> that might have hurt my lips. That might have been more painful. I, was, I will scratch Young Frankenstein but went, out. But I went with Young Frankenstein. What's that on your list, Je- Blake? That was one of my number threes. Oh. It, 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 was, it was one of my number fives. Oh, what on the road? Your number threes, all of the Mel Brooks films? I'm not telling you. <laughs> it was, I bet. <laughs> I'm changing. Well, um, well d- d- don't worry. I, I got my number fives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but I that was that's probably my favorite Mel Brooks film. Uh, sure, it's not Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein. You must be Igor. <laughs> Igor. Yeah, Igor. Uh, Jeff, what's Igor. your number five? Uh, oh, we're going to me? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh, like I said, well, it was Young Frankenstein was tied with Blazing Saddles. You motherfucker. That's my number one. That was uh, my other number three. Okay. That's my number one, Blazing Saddles. That is, yes. Well, now it's going on the board. No, it's on the board. So is your insides. <laughs> so is your intestines. Bullshit. Well, mainly Blazing Saddles. I feel like Saddles, I got but... general. <laughs> Mainly Blazing Saddles, but I had to tie Frank with it. But I, if I had to give a nod, probably Blazing Saddles. Love Blazing Saddles. Problem I have with Blazing Saddles, as I've mentioned before, is the, the end. The ending is not great. I just felt like they didn't know how to end it, so they you, thought a stupid. You actually have number. to get the unedited version because I've seen. Oh well. The edited versions now that they put on because. Oh yeah. Of, you know. Well, they cut the fart the, scene out in the edited version. Well, yeah. The or they turned into burping. And the political makes no correctness sense. stuff that they did to ruin the film. Oh, yeah. You know, you have to watch it in its original form to yes. understand it. You have to get a shitload of dimes, not a beep load of dimes. Come on. get a shitload of dimes. It's okay. It's just a man in his horse getting right. hung. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my number five is uh, the Pink Panther series. Uh, All of them? I'm keep most of them. Most of us. All the ones before 1980. Yes. <laughs> I, I kept mine to Panther. one. What's that? I kept my number five to one movie. Well, tough shit. Is <laughs> Pink Panther on there? No. Okay. I, I need you to get specific. Are you putting Pink Panther? I need or just, you, are you putting I need a shot you to in the dark? Returning Pink Panther. I need, Pink Panther. Uh, what is the, what is the I, uh, I need you to get specific. Why? Because it's important to me. Oh, okay. Well, no. <laughs> I'm just doing Peter Sellers, Pink Panthers. Not the one that he was missing on and they had to find him. I think yeah, that was the that 80s. Was horrible. Yeah, that was the 80s. That so was yeah. the one he died yeah. during filming. And yeah. Made the horrible decision to try and keep going without him. And it was like, oh my goodness. It was just... Well, just something you, it was just really horrible. And you're still trying to look up the damn Pink Panther movies. I'm just you? making sure which ones can be in the 70s here. Uh, so <laughs> simmer down there, Chief. There are some made. Pink, Pan- Pan- Pink Panther Strikes Again. Yes. I used to watch that one on TV all the time. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, the one with, um, uh, sorry, um, uh, Steve Martin from 2006. Oh, oh I'm sorry. No. no. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're banned from I'll be honest, saying anything else. I don't think I ever else. saw a shot in the dark. Good. I don't think I ever saw that one. So that doesn't count on your list. So it then. doesn't count on your list then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, moving on. So, I, I, I'm just kind of looking at some of these here. My list is destroyed. <laughs> Return, <laughs> of the Pink, <laughs> Return of the Pink Panther was good. Uh, I like that one. I, I, like all the, I like all the Pink Panthers, but it, it, they wouldn't have made my top five. Okay. 
I did that as a whole. But I would I stop and watch them because yeah. they are pretty ridiculously funny. Yes. Except when... Revenge was another one that I uh, used to watch a lot. Except when Steve Martin got his hands on Yeah, it. exactly. Uh, I, I don't know why... Why would you try to even attempt that? I have no... Even if you're trying to make an homage, why would you try to attempt yeah. that? Nah. Steve Martin did what? Remakes of three Two. movies... Two Pink Panther. Well, yeah, movies. but he did remakes of three movies. Uh, and uh, in Cheaper the, by the Dozen. Cheaper by the Dozen, Father of the Bride, and Pink Panther. I liked his Father of the Bride. He did. Uh, it was shitty. Shut up. He did, and mm. then he went ahead and did crappy ass sequels to the three remakes. I liked all the Father of the Brides. Well, you're wrong, because well, God, they what? were terrible. Shut up. You took my number one. Well, yeah. one of Steve Martin's movies are pre 1980. Okay. L.A. Story. You oh, mean sorry. the number four on my yeah. list? I might change so that. So my number five mm-hmm. I might change this. is now... No, you can't change it. <laughs> Who are you with now? You. Me? Number five. My number five was The Graduate. Oh. 1967. It's not on my list, but it would be had I thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. See? There you go. Yeah. So I always uh, felt that would was The Graduate. It would probably be number three on my <clears> list if, I, if I'd have thought of it. All right, we'll do the uh, wraparound version, yeah. Oh, like yeah. the draft. So my number four was uh, 1978's Animal House. It came close for me. Uh, I had that as an honorable mention. That was a tough one for me to lay mm-hmm. off. Yeah, Same it was here. good. It, it was an honorable mention, but it was one I think I've seen so many times that I don't think I want to watch it. Like If uh, these yes. other movies were on opposite yeah. it, I'd watch them first. Okay. Again, you have to get the unedited version. Oh, no, of course. Edited shit that they put in there now is not as funny. The shopping cart. They just leave her on the front seat. Yeah, the, the shopping cart, the uh, underage cashier, the dean's wife. Yeah, all that stuff. That was another one out. that I didn't like the All ending that stuff's on. been cut out. The ending wasn't that great. The ending was epic. It's the marching, the whole nah. big parade ending. Nah, not too, oh, not I thought you meant the this is what they did years no, later. No, no, no. <laughs> I always like movies. No, it actually, that, I think that movie actually started all those goofy endings like that where well, they just like, you know, you know what they did later on in life. Yeah. Senator and Mrs. Blutarski? Yeah. <clears throat> I think they was like the first one to do that, weren't they? I don't know. I'm going to say yes. Or made it popular. You know, How's that? We I, have no backing, but we're going to say yes. Until someone proves right. us wrong. Everything we say on this podcast is fact. Until we're proven wrong. Until Wait, proven wrong. if you listen to it on the internet, it's, it's true. That's right. What's your number four? That was that my number, number four. four. Animal House. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Jason, what is your number four? Uh, 1979's Steve Martin, The Jerk. That's my number four also. Yes. How far are you there going? You go. Edge of the fence. <laughs> <laughs> I was born Mind if of... I get a ride? <laughs> I was born a poor black boy. <laughs> Look, I got rhythm. <laughs> I don't need anything except this hat, this car, this lamp, this uh, remote control. I found out what my special this purpose dog. was for. Arr, I don't need the dog. I am somebody. I'm in the phone book. <laughs> so we bought a bigger house, and the house was just bigger. <laughs> it was just a bigger door. Bigger. Uh, yeah, I love the jerk. So I'm going. Uh, that was I've my number four. Never seen the jerk. <gasps> <clears throat> Well, I would tell you to see The Jerk, but you'll probably tell me there's not enough character development. Time out. <laughs> You're watching Prison Break, but you won't watch The Jerk. You're killing me, Is son. Is The Jerk on Netflix? Oh, yeah. It's got to be. I, yeah. no I have no clue. Yeah. But it's got to be. If it's not, it should be. Uh, Jeff, what's your number four? The Jerk. Oh, okay. There it is. The Jerk. Scab Jeff, what's your number four? Monty Python's... Seriously. Life of Brian. Oh, thank God. Oh, <laughs> That's half of my number one. That's half the number one. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I'm taking number one down. <laughs> Probably. 
But I, I think Life of Brian's the best Monty Python movie. That actually gives you the better mm. background story for Jesus. <laughs> yes, <so> there's much <laughs> more character development. Much more Jesus character development in that movie than in Passion of the Christ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot less whipping. <laughs> and they uh, have some whipping. Yes. <laughs> Not 168. On I think it was over 200. <laughs> I can't wait. Passion of the Christ would have been better as a film if it was a musical <clears throat> It would have been. I think they did. Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> Not enough whipping in Jesus Christ Superstar no, no. for Mel Gibson, though. I knew I'd worry everybody when I started with Monty Python. Yeah. Maybe a thing. No. Nah, yeah, well, when Jason ruins the other half of my number one, no, right, I got to discuss. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that was your... What was your number? That was your... That was four. my number four. Now What's you your number three? three? Oh, uh, Harold and Maude. Hmm. Never saw it. Never saw it. It's, Never it's saw it. A, it's about a, a oh. kid who's trying to kill himself, and he falls in love with some old lady. I, I yeah, I know the, the <laughs> plot, but I never saw it. But it's it's good. It holds up. I, I had a hard time watching those. They call it May December romances, but it's more like a February December romance, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> isn't he like eighteen, and she's like eighty. He might be like sixteen. Oh, even younger. <laughs> oh my goodness! Everybody loves a gum and granny. Uh, let's see. Uh, what's your number three? Jeff? Uh, my number three is 1979 Scavenger Hunt. I saw that on a lot of people's list. Really? Uh, online, yeah. yeah. I, I forgot. Haven't seen I, anyway. I've, Matter I think of fact, I've seen it, but I, I can't remember who's I, I had, it. On the lists I saw, they didn't even have it listed as a comedy from the 70s. I had to make sure I had the year right before I... Who uh, was in that movie? Everybody. We've talked about this before on a previous episode, or were you not paying attention? I may not have been on that episode. Uh... Uh, anyway, just to answer the question, who was in it? I was going to see who's in it. Uh, you don't know from memory? This is one of your favorite top five comedies before well, 1980? The problem is I you haven't don't know seen who it. was in it? The problem is I haven't seen it since, like, 1979. It should at least be an honorable mention. No. Not I, a top five. If, 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 if it ever comes on television, I am watching it because it's been so long since I've seen it, and I want to and see it. you want it. to remember hold who's that, in it. Hold that thought about Scavenger. Uh, Leachman, Richard <clears throat> Benjamin, uh, Willie Ames. Oh, well, Willie Ames. Um, For Mages Enough, Willie Ames? <laughs> yes. I was saying Charles Arnold, and Charles. Arnold, Arnold, Charles and Charles. <laughs> Scatman Crothers. Scatman. Jack Lemmon? No, no Jack Lemmon. Meadowlark Lemmon? Two no Tall, Metal Jones. Two tall Jones? No Two Tall Jones. <laughs> Lex Luthor? He might be in it. Okay. Uh, I heard something that was better, and I'll make sure it's not on anybody's. We'll get to it. And, and I'll put it this way: it probably doesn't hold up, but in my mind, it's it was it's on a couple lists that I saw because I remember yeah. you talking about. I like, think I've seen it, but I'm not sure. Uh, that's a fact until it was proven wrong. That's right. Uh, my number three is 1977. Yes, that is a fact. I think I may have seen it. <laughs> yes. I'm not sure. That is a fact. Slapshot. Love Slapshot. Oh, I forgot Slapshot. Listen to I, the I fucking song. Slapshot. They, they brought their fucking cars. Slapshot's half a good movie. No, no. It's a, it's a good sports comedy. The movie. last ten again. Comedies in the seventies have tough trouble ending. There you go. Um, <laughs> the yeah, uh, three of mine uh, top five had terrible endings. Uh, Did not they have to like make a win for the make the playoffs or something yeah, like that? Yeah, and they mm-hmm. ended up winning the whole thing. Or no, it was a they lost the championship because they all got into a fight. <laughs> well, they ended up winning because they got the other team disqualified. Oh, that's right. It? That's what it was. Yeah, oh. but I just remember it was a weekend because the guy started stripping around the ice, taking yeah. off his clothes, and the other team got upset and got Start. got in a fight and got disqualified. Oh yeah, that's right. One of the, my favorite scenes on in that. skates. Favorite scenes is. 
when they're all lined up. They get into a fight before the uh, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> anthem, <laughs> and then they all line up. They're all bleeding. And the, 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 uh, the referee referee goes up to the Hanson uh, brothers and goes, I'm watching you while the anthem's going on. And you just see the Hanson brother goes, I'm listening to the fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remember that. I'm watching you. <laughs> I, I, I'll put it this way. I like the movie, but without the Hansons, nah, I, it would be tough to watch. I, Paul Newman Paul was pretty Newman. funny in it. Uh, it's not as good as Stephen Baldwin's Slapshot 2, but uh, <laughs> what is? <laughs> but that was made after 1980, yes. so we couldn't include that. Uh, we could okay. do funny, Funniest Sequels. Or Worst. Oh, we did Worst, worst Sequels. sequels. Yeah. Funniest Sequels. Uh, that is my number three. Uh, Blake, what's your number three? All right, since you, know, you assholes knocked two of my three Mel Brooks movies out, I still had tied for number three other than Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein. High Anxiety. No. <sighs> The Producers, 1968. Hmm. Uh, Springtime for Hitler. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's not as good as the musical version they made a couple years back. With Broderick and Nathan Lane. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Uh, was it Monte Zero Nero? What was this guy, the old guy's name? Zero Mostel. Zero Mostel. Yeah. That was pretty funny. I like it. Groovy man. <laughs> What's your uh, number two? Oh, my number two. Still untouched. I don't know how, but I uh, got to go. Peter Sellers, 1964, Stanley Kubrick. Shot in the Dark. Oh, Dr. Strange Love. Yeah. That's my number two. We're hollering love the bomb. That's right. We're number twos because we think alike. There you go, Scab Jeff. Thank you. We yeah, just that, bumped fists in case you all didn't know. That, that, that was an honorable, honorable mention for like me. Pictures. That's right. It, it, was, it was on my little list here, but just under honorable mention. Well, then that's your problem. Yeah. You mentioned that on many lists. Dr. It's always on my list. Oh, you guys should like it's one of the best movies ever made. Exactly. You should, exactly. You should like make it number five, and you know you're gonna fuck me up every time we do a top five. <laughs> yeah, if it fits on, if it fits on the, the list, you make it. Hey, my number five with Doctor Strange Love. It'll be like fuck you. It's kind of like every time we have a comic book one and or a comic a superhero one. Blake's like number five, Batman, just to <laughs> fuck over Brigger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number two. Uh, it probably takes out Jeff's number one. Monty Python, The Holy Grail, 1975. Yep, that's the other half of my number one. I've got yep, both Monty is. Pythons at number one. We actually one. had a special episode with Monty Python. Yep. That's right. So, uh, yeah, it's my number one. Great, Or my number two, I'm sorry. Yeah. It was my number one, but between that and Life of Brian, it tied because they were both excellent. And I will watch them pretty much anytime they're on or anytime they pop it in on. on my own. Uh, they're both incredibly funny. They both have great, uh, great Whoa. scenes, great jokes. Mm-hmm. Different one, different strengths for each of them, but both great. I think it actually Excellent. might be my best impression ever. Of <laughs> a coconut, the coconut, yes. <laughs> exactly. The Migrated coconuts. coconuts. The uh, what was your number best. two, Jeff? Uh, number two, I've got the Bad News Bears. Oh, okay. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton one? No, not the Billy oh, Bob Thornton okay. one. Okay. Damn, I forgot that one. The, the, uh, and it's funny that I forgot that one because 40 Going on 14 just did yeah. the Bad News Bears podcast episode. Yes, they did. Where they oh. compared and contrast the old, the original. Oh, yeah. Plus, uh, the Maybe Billy that's Bob what made Thornton me think one. of it. Let <laughs> them play. Let them play. Well, actually, that was the Second Bad one. News Bears breaking training. Oh, that's right. When they went to play in the Astrodome. Astrodome, yep. Mm. Uh, Jeff, what's that did not make my list. <laughs> no, <laughs> no nor when they go to Japan, nor when they went oh, to the Japan. Japan one. Uh, uh, what was your number two scam? Yeah, that, that was a movie that never Doctor should hit Strange sequels. Love, or yeah. how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. Oh, okay. that's right. That's what did right. we say, Blake? I'm sorry. No, I was saying that's a movie franchise that never should have been beyond the first. No, movie. never. No. <laughs> uh, what's your number one scam? Annie Hall. Ah, oh, you would. Mm. <laughs> you would. 
E. Uh, <laughs> so you like pedophile directors, do you? I do. I like Roman Polanski. <laughs> I like Woody Allen. Uh, I mean, I allegedly call... like them both. <laughs> could someone call Nate the security guard up? Uh, Nate, we got some issues. Um, so I think Christy Bell would probably put a bait on you as well. He hold their crimes against their artistic vision. I would. Now, granted, I still think uh, Roman Polanski should have served his time in jail, but... Okay. Who are well, you to judge uh, love? He gets a freebie oh, because, wait, because Manson killed his wife and all that. I don't think that's how it works. You get one. You're allowed to rape one 14-year-old when your wife gets killed. You are right. People do forget that the, uh, was his wife that the Man- Manson uh, family killed. Uh, what was her name? It was uh, Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate. Pregnant, by yes. the way. So, yeah, I guess they could fuck a guy up a little Mia bit. Mia Farrow's mom. What? Sharon Tate. <laughs> no. <laughs> now you're really fucking me up. No, no. we already established it was somebody else in this episode. episode. Stop you're getting your Irish mixed me. up. This got really dark. Uh, Jeff, what's your number one? Uh, My Python and uh, the, the, yeah, the two Monty Python movies. My number one was Blazing Saddles. <laughs> Jeff, or Blake was yours? It was 1964, a shot in the dark. Oh! It was a Pink Panther movie before it was actually a Pink time Panther out, time movie. Out, time out. Uh, number five for me, uh, Pink Panther suits. That was a shot in the dark. Include it now. No, you said it wasn't. You said it wasn't. Nope, you it wasn't. specifically no. said it wasn't. <laughs> I still keep my number one on a technicality. Fucker. <laughs> you, you said, oh, there's Pink Panther, there's Pink Panther, and, and then you're yeah, like, the I don't think I saw a shot in the dark. That's right. <laughs> I did it. Boom. There you go. Uh, quick honorable <laughs> mentions from anyone? Quick. Uh, honorable mention that hasn't been mentioned uh, Muppet movie oh that was 70s Damn it. oh really moving right along okay. moving right along ah! oh jeez he's got a list I think we hit them all uh, Harvey no uh, Never, I thought that was a better yeah, play I thought that was a better play than I haven't seen it so I can't yeah. judge it okay uh, uh, the apartment with Jack Lemon. I saw that. <laughs> I, you know, you I saw wait that. For <laughs> I saw that. You know, for a film in the, what was it, 1960s? 1960 was the apartment. It said 1960s. You know, all that was was a, a place to for his boss to screw around on his wife for, and he it uses was. it for screwing around, too. And this was 1960. I'm like, what the hell? Best picture winner. My gosh, yeah. Hey, um, mm. Tells you about the scruples back then, huh? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Josh Fight. we got some uh, comments? Uh, from friends at Tangerine. Uh, Josh Flagner had Blues Brothers is a top five in every genre, and it's like that was 1980. Yeah, that's uh, disqualified. Top five in every genre and year. Our top in five. <laughs> yeah. Devin <sighs> had Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke and the Apple mm. Dumpling Gang. Hashtag Hobie that shit. I did love the Apple Dumpling Gang. Number you know, four, Up in Smoke. I can you can pass yeah. on that. Yeah, Apple pass Dumpling Gang. Yeah, pass it around here. <laughs> Uh, number four, the jer- jerk and young Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Agreed and agreed. Number three, Blazing Saddles and Animal House. Agreed and agreed. Number two, Slap Shot. Seriously, are you agreed. copying mine? <laughs> uh, number one, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. That, that's not a comedy. See, that's a serious that's, drama. That's funner to see. That's in a terrifying a, horror film. <laughs> that's funner to see in a live audience. Than it is yes. watching at home on your TV. You can't. Oh throw, God, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. It's not so much fun when you throw at your own TV. Exactly. It's it's horrible. I've seen the play twice. Yeah, I, the, the I Rocky cheated. horror show. There's no picture in the play. 
I cheated the first time I saw it. I didn't admit to being a Rocky Horror Picture Show virgin. Oh. The first time I saw it, it was on campus when I was in school, and they really, they half the people there didn't know what the hell that was going on. So I was, you know, Fine. I, I wasn't pointed out because most people there weren't. Uh, he also had honorable mention, My Python, The Holy Grail, yes. Parent Trap. <laughs> Which, well, the, the one before oh, the yeah, 80s. the one before uh, Lindsay Lohan. That's yeah. right. Freaky Friday. The oh, one I before Jamie Lee Curtis. I like Freaky Friday. And the Muppet that. movie. Yeah, the yeah, original Freaky Friday was pretty good. Sean Coon, the half of uh, Pittsburgh nerd that we love. Uh, Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Airplane. Yep. Uh huh. Nope. Nope. Nineteen eighty. Technicality. Animal House. Yes. Armin Flint. Armin Flint. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Spice Spoof. And he, he's got you know, inspiration what? for, uh, you know, later. G.I. Joe? No, uh, <laughs> International Man of Mystery. Uh, Austin Michael Powers. Myers, yeah. Austin Powers. Yeah. And any Abbott and Costello movie. I actually agree. I love the Abbott and Costello movies. Ye- They're funny. Those, you know, those in the road twos with uh, Hope Bob Crosby. Hope and Crosby. Yeah. I, I thought about putting those on the list, but I, I, could, I could probably, I don't even know if I've seen more than one. Or have I seen just segments of one and yeah. thought yeah. it was funny? I've seen bits movie. and pieces, but yeah, like I said, I couldn't tell you which one and this one there. And uh, Chris Richardson, uh, uh, half of uh, 365's We Really, so, Really Love. So he's a... In a you know, heterosexual male way. So he's a uh, 188 of the yes. 365. Yes, he is. He gets the extra bonus. He gets oh, he is up. a bonus. Uh, Steptoe and Son. I don't that, know what that is. That is... It was... Apparently based off of uh, the television show of the same name, okay. which is the basis of Sanford and Son. I was wondering if Americans know. Uh, Young Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yeah. Number three was Dad's Army. Don't know that. Huh? British, yeah. probably. Right. Two, Blazing Saddles. Yay. One, Return of the Pink Panther. Okay. Ba-dum, ba-dum. Uh, That's good. Don Tools uh, had Slapshot and Mind Python, the Holy Grail. Yep, yep. Uh, Adrian King. Uh, said now two of my picks uh, Chris Richardson now two of my picks good for you Chris uh, with Young Frankenstein and Blazing Saddles yeah. so there you go uh, but, but yeah. what were his other three he didn't have any he other just said, yeah he nailed my two <laughs> what's your other three man so there is uh, your comedies before 1980 Scab Jeff thanks for coming on thank you for having me thanks yes. for bringing up the Globetrotters uh, bad idea number 1800 uh, being the manager of the Washington Generals. Yes, terrible coach, terrible record. Terrible, terrible, terrible. That's just terrible. Terrible. Uh, Scam Jeff, uh, please come back on sooner than, you know, 18 episodes or whatever. So. Uh, you're the ones who kicked me off after the, the well, Alabama that's fiasco. The Alabama <laughs> thing was a little tough. Uh, we got a call from Nick Saban. Uh, it was on a rotary phone because he doesn't know how to use cell phones, like most people in Alabama. Um they actually don't even have wires. It was by smoke signals. But, um, yeah. Telegraph. So, wow. Telegraph. We're right No education. Anyways, moving on. There's a lot of kids in that message. Because they crossed the border to Mississippi, see? That's not much better. It was one better. That's right. So, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. From Walking Dead to Talking Heads, from comic books to TV sets, there's a history, not so bad, there's the history, it's the history of bad, so bad, the history of bad, it's bad, the history of bad ideas, oh yes. 
And we would like everyone to know that no gorillas were harmed during the recording of this podcast.